0: Welcome! I guess, I guess that's how we're starting.
1: (laughs) You you can just say like, welcome to the Titan, whatever the fuck you call it. Welcome to to Titanomachy,
0: Titanomachy. All right, do you want
1: to start that again? We'll we'll look at how it's
0: pronounced. (laughs) (laughs) Just leave it in.
1: We'll just leave, just leave. leave it in.
0: Yeah, no, it's uh it's, it's episode 0. Th- this is what we're counting as episode 0 anyway. Uh hi everyone. Hello. We're here to uh talk to you about something very near and dear to our hearts.
1: And something that makes us want to throw up all at the same time.
0: <laughs> very true. It's a uh it's a little <laughs> it's a little franchise that uh the kids call Teen Titans.
1: It sure is.
0: <laughs> um so for those of you who don't know, I'm Brad. And I'm Hayden. Uh we're huge Teen Titans nerds. Fact. Uh we've been friends for seven years, seven seven years going on, eight years now, and uh we hey. have been talking about Teen Titans for that long.
1: <laughs> Actually, though. No.
0: Yeah, it's uh it's been pretty consistent. Um
1: <laughs> so we It really hasn't stopped.
0: Yeah, no, it's uh it's it's an ongoing conversation. We love talking about it, and um, for a long time we would just talk about the show, and then when Teen Titans Go! came out, we were like, oh, that's kind of interesting, and then we watched it, and it was pretty... So, then... Um,
1: <laughs> it was it was there. It's, uh, it's definitely there. It's not what you're looking for. But I like the Teen Titans Go! movie. It was okay. I've
0: heard it's good. Uh, part of the punishment for this podcast is if we get through a whole season of Titans, I will sit down and watch the Teen Titans Go! movie with Hayden.
1: Darn right you will. <laughs> I
0: know. Um, so uh the point of what we're doing here though is talking about something very very different uh entirely different actually and that is the recent dc attempt at another smallville flash supergirl style live action tv show for teen titans called quite simply titans it's called titans yep. uh that's because uh quite frankly they're not teens or at least two of them are not teens
1: Yeah, but it does kind of, um, calling it Titans ties into the later run of the comics when, like, the characters were like, oh, well, we want to stay in a group, but we can't call it the Teen Titans. They disband, and then when they get back together, they just call it Titans because they're not teens anymore. Well, yeah. So I guess that does work.
0: It it kind of does, but, like, those are, I think those sections of just Titans, they don't run for long in the comics, which we're going to talk about that. Episode Zero is actually, um... Going to be mostly us talking about uh, things that are not the Titan show. Like, we're not going to yeah. talk about that until what we would count as episode one. So, uh, if you want to skip this episode, that's okay. But I feel like we're laying some groundwork here for you to understand how we feel about Teen Titans. So, I mean, like, if you want to jump, go ahead. But if you want to hear us ramble on about every other Teen Titans thing, this would be the episode to do it.
1: If you like Teen Titans and awkward conversation this is probably the podcast for you
0: (laughs) yep this is uh this is the right neighborhood to come into so without further ado the first thing we're going to start with is the actual cartoon which is i think for you was it the first thing you consumed teen titans did you read the comics beforehand
1: uh no i (laughs) this is my favorite story to tell um i started watching teen titans when i was like eight or so so Mm -hmm. i wasn't really aware of like comic books that i was like allowed to read that weren't just like archie comics right um my moms were super like hey we don't want you buying all these comic books that's a little boyish which (sighs) now i'm like it is 2019 you can't tell me what gender to buy from
0: boyish (laughs) i I just love archie where it's like it's a dude deciding between two ladies
1: two two sometimes more ladies i know but I don't think my mom's ever read those comics, like, read the Archie comics. But anyway, back to uh, Teen we're, Titans. We're going to have an episode um, all about
0: just you talking about what you remember of Archie <laughs> comics. And then presumably Greendale, because I think you had strong opinions mean, on Greendale. You mean Riverdale? Ri- you mean Riverdale? I'm sorry, yeah, Riverdale.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, basically, my mom's were like, uh, Teen Titans is really... We don't want you watching that. Because I was also, I wasn't allowed to show watch shows with any kind of violence in them. Like, they saw me watching this episode of Sailor Moon, where Nephrite, one of, like, the evil characters, I can't remember what, I love Sailor Moon, I can't remember. But he gets, like, stabbed through the chest, and my mom's walked in right at that moment. I
0: don't remember that.
1: I'll link you the episode. All
0: right. Cause I'm but a-
1: they walked in right at that moment and they're like, oh, you're not going to watch Sailor Moon either. I'm like, damn it. W- was it- <laughs> you took away Titans. You took away my pretty girls in skirts.
0: Damn. Was that, was that the one that's like, it, it's him disguised as the millionaire and he calls himself like, I'm Maxfield Stanton. And then he gets like, he's the one it sure is okay yeah 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 that's because he he's like he falls in love with molly which is also fucked up because she's like i 16. love that
1: you call her molly i'm not
0: i'm not going by the
1: japanese thing <laughs> no i know i just i love it I, um, it looks so yeah. good
0: you can't like even the new dub of sailor moon it's not the same oh
1: serena you're not it's gonna not believe the... what happened <laughs> this brooklyn <laughs> i love her Translating i love
0: her Osaka's hard
1: No, I love it. But um, basically, I was introduced to Teen Titans just because I was browsing Teletoon, which for y'all over here in the States is Cartoon Network. We had Teletoon and, like, Family Channel, which was Disney Channel. Right. But um, I was just browsing and I found this show. I was like, this is dope. This is so cool. Like, I loved the characters right away i loved the art style because i was like oh this kind of is doing what like pokemon does again wasn't allowed to watch pokemon yeah. i could i feel like i'm a little salty still even though i'm like <laughs> just, uh, almost almost like my mid-20s you
0: send <laughs> you send this whole pod. once we finish the first season of titans you just send this whole podcast to your moms and it's just <laughs> layered throughout with just complaints of your childhood
1: Listen, moms. And just
0: we'll, at the end we'll make a compilation of every time you complain about your parents and just send that <laughs> off.
1: God, I'll not do that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was introduced to Teen Titans pretty young. I wasn't allowed to watch it. I kept watching it in secret, and then my moms just kind of gave up. They're like, Okay, fine. You can have this. I sure could. Your love your, I got,
0: your love was pure. Your love for my Teen love Titans was pure. very pure.
1: And then I realized that Raven was the greatest character ever, and I wanted to be her. Fair. And that's where we're going to leave that story because there is a lot to unpack there.
0: <laughs> there's a there's a lot going on. Uh, it's a lot
1: to unpack in my childhood. But uh, anyway, go ahead, Bradley. Yeah,
0: i um <laughs> I I think you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> you, you currently are fine. I don't know about back then. Um, I don't know about back then. You know. That's that's like we could say that of all of us. <laughs> My my the story King
1: is Titans Therapy <laughs> Podcast.
0: Welcome, welcome to the Titans Therapy Podcast. You know, um, my story is much less interesting. I just kind of watched it when it was on TV, and uh, <laughs> no one really gave a crap. I was just watching it. Uh, I remember uh, the one the one time. I I don't think I've ever told you about this. The one time I watched it when my brother was in the room. It's like the fight between Terra and Raven. And you like, did the,
1: tell me this story. Oh uh, yeah, it's
0: like, it's the weirdest, he never, he never talks about stuff like this. But, like, my brother was watching it, and he was maybe about, I want to say about 15, 16, I'm about 10, 11. He sees oh, it, because right. they're like fighting, they're like pretty much mud wrestling. Yeah. Right? Um, and he goes, that's hot.
1: Essentially. He,
0: he pretty much looks at me and says, that's hot, isn't it? I'm like 10 or 11, I'm like, don't talk to me about this. Like,
1: don't, leave me alone, please. Don't,
0: don't speak to me. That's- really the only interesting story i have about teen titans oh oh what is worth noting uh that we both agree on um because i went back and rewatched it whenever i was about oh i'd say about 16 15 16 17 years old uh in sequence which you couldn't really do whenever it was on tv because the episodes were so scattered um yeah. watched it all in sequence and uh watched the fifth season and it was just oh, man i realized wow this season sucks
1: yeah I don't care how much a director I know likes the fifth season. He's it's not going to care this podcast. It's fine, but I'm not going to name his name just for respectful reasons. <laughs> but I don't care how much he likes this maybe, maybe, season. Maybe maybe we'll bring wrong. him on.
0: <laughs> bring bring him on just to just to see what happens. But um, the thing that uh is worth noting about Teen Titans is that the comics have been running since I believe the late 1960s.
1: Yeah.
0: Um it got adapted into a cartoon that neither of us watched from like the 60s or 70s and i don't we should
1: try to find that i i guess we
0: should like check out like an episode or two just to see how it is
1: yeah i mean we're kind of doing an episode of our episode of podcast on teen titans we should probably immerse ourselves like i was actually on ebay yesterday like looking for comics
0: i i'm you are going to be the more dedicated one on that than i am i'm just like Cause I, it's
1: me <laughs>
0: well yeah and that's fine you love it i i really love teen titans as well i um we'll get to more of where we learned about the comics a little bit later it's a uh, is the yeah. channel called it super effective yeah all right yeah it's super effective uh by a guy named faust or his username is faust uh he does a good series of videos on where to start on teen titans the history of teen titans the comics um it's very good i would recommend it that's where we got some information for this podcast
1: yeah i've been watching his podcast for years and that's how i learned so much about these characters i'm like oh that's so dope i want to read those but i can't find them anymore
0: so what we're going to talk about though is that the comics actually spanned into uh, let's say the 60s um the 60s into the, the uh 90s i think that they were taken off from, I think a little bit into the 70s, into the 80s. And then in the 80s, it ran into the 90s, and then it dropped for a little bit. Went in the 90s, into the 2000s. And then I think it started up in 2003 to coincide with the Teen Titans cartoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, ran longer than the Teen Titans cartoon. The Teen Titans cartoon didn't actually run that long. Um, and then the series has been rebooted a couple times along with the entire DC Extended Universe because DC is shitty with making sure the comics are understandable to people um but in that time there's also been a couple different adaptations of teen titans that have come out one of them being teen titans go which for all you kids out there that's actually been running longer than the original teen titans
1: oh my god yeah it has yeah
0: which is sad jerks. but <laughs> yeah. and there's young justice which we're going to talk about and then there's the Teen Titans movies, which came out, which were directed DVD films. Not counting Trouble in Tokyo. Trouble in Tokyo I would just count as an addition to Teen Titans, the TV show. And Trouble in Tokyo wasn't that good, but like the Teen Titans directed DVD video movies, those are a completely different continuity. And as we'll discuss later, they're not really Teen Titans movies. They're they're uh, they're not they're way more about a new character from the Batman universe called Damian Wayne but we'll get to that Yeah, there in a they're
1: sort of um I was able to understand a lot more because I had seen like the original like Damian Wayne like The Son of Batman movie. Right. Which wasn't bad. The acting was something. <laughs> I've heard It's not as bad as some English dubs I've heard. And as someone who works in the industry, I'm like, all right, I can criticize a little, but um, I've heard huh?
0: Deathstroke was not that good in the original, right? Like in the original movies.
1: Yeah, I will send you a clip. It's sure something. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no offense to the person who played him, but the performance was very lacking. Yeah, I'll say
0: that. I mean, the movies, the movies are a mixed bag, in yeah. some total. Uh we'll get there though. So, first off, though, let's talk about the cartoon. Let's let's focus on the positive here before we start going Yay. into the crazy.
1: <laughs> before we start trashing on things that people probably love.
0: Yes. So, uh, <laughs> do you do you want to give the lowdown on the cartoon, roughly what it's about?
1: Um, you can start us off.
0: Okay, so the Teen Titans cartoon is broken down into about five seasons. All of them are about, I want to say, in the ballpark of nine to 15 episodes. I think most of them are 13. I think one through four 13. Um,
1: most are like 13, 14 episodes. Yes.
0: Okay. So within that time frame, uh, first season is all about, well, let let me back up and say, whenever I say a season is about something, it usually amounts to about four or five of those episodes being about that subject.
1: Yeah, there's usually mini arcs.
0: Yes, there's usually um, episodes that are, well, by nature, episodic. They don't factor into a larger arc. And while they do characterize the characters very nicely, they typically don't go along too much with the overarching story of the season. Like, there may be a little bit in there, but generally speaking, you can watch those episodes by themselves without having to watch other episodes for context. Yeah. The first season is all about... Slade, who is uh deathstroke from the comics who has machinations to presumably take over the city that they're in which is called jump city which i don't think they ever say that in the show i don't think they ever call it jump city they just refer they to do. it as the city do they
1: no they they call it jump city a couple times
0: okay they don't say it terribly often because you had to tell me what it was yeah um because
1: you know in titans they're in detroit
0: yeah yeah. <laughs> we'll get there
1: we'll get no i just wanted to throw that in
0: there no i i'm with you i get you <laughs> Um, so the Teen Titans uh, in the first season fight Slade uh, Slade has this relationship with Robin where he wants Robin to be his apprentice he basically blackmails him and says if you don't work for me I'll kill all your friends and they beat mm-hmm. Slade second season yeah. they introduce uh, Terra from the comics and the second season is kind of a light adaptation of the Judas contract from the comics yes. where Terra joins the Teen Titans well, she initially wants to join the Teen Titans, but they deem that she does not have great control of her powers. And they're all like, "Uh, you got to you got to get control of those powers." And she's used to being thrown out of everywhere because of her powers, so she's like, "Fuck it, I'll leave." Um,
1: yeah, and she tries to like leave before anyone finds out about like her powers. And then um Robin's like, "Oh," she's like, Oh well, you know, if you stay with us, you can gain control of your powers. And she freaks out at Beast Boy in classic teenage girl fashions. Like, why you told him? Oh, Snap. Yep, and then I'm doing she... a really bad impression of Tara, even though I do like this character. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's
0: that's fine. It's it's completely fine. Let's, it's great. Let's keep going.
1: <laughs> but anyways, um, but yeah, the Judas Contract is like one of the larger, um runs like in the comics like it's a very vast story arc right so the version they tell in season two is very condensed but i think they did a really good job with it especially with how they're already telling the story of the cartoon versus like the comic books like i think it's one of the most well next to season four it's my favorite season
0: i would agree i think that season two is really really good uh The conclusion of Season 2 is that Terra comes back after a little bit. She seems like she has better control of her powers, and she's ready to join the Teen Titans. Unfortunately, it's because Slade has been teaching her things, and against her will, she has agreed to let Slade mess with the Titans Tower and take out the Teen Titans. Meanwhile, she's developing feelings for Beast Boy, and they go out on a date, and then Slade is like, well, Beast Boy, she's working for me. Uh, Tara the whole time is apologetic. I'm sorry, I'm I'm slamming on Beast Boy here because this always made me mad.
1: No, it's fine. I mean, it's kind of a jerk move on his it's,
0: part. It's, you know, they're teenagers, so it's like, I'm not, like, mad at the writers necessarily, really, in any capacity, but it's like, ah, oh, this is frustrating. Uh, <laughs> Tara's like, Beast Boy, I didn't mean to. I, I, I really didn't mean to. And Beast Boy's like, you have no friends! Which is my Beast Boy impression. Um, <laughs> so... Beast Boy says that to Terra. Terra runs off with Slade. Slade has uh, Terra take out all the Teen Titans. And then all the Teen Titans come back after going underground for a little bit. They fight Terra and Slade. Uh, Terra realizes how terrible Slade is pretty quick because he's like, yeah, I'm just using you. How this- hmm? he
1: pretty is. terrible he <laughs>
0: terrible.
1: Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jab on the hammer. Uh, maybe Emma. I'll
0: let it in. Maybe I'll <laughs> let it in. Air horns. Um. Please so do. <laughs> the thing, the thing that happens as a result of this is that Slade is like, "Hey, if you try to betray me, I control that crazy suit thing you're wearing to control your powers." And then she's like, "Well, that's not going to work out if I blow you and me up," which she does.
1: Yeah, which is very again reminiscent of the original Judas contract um, storyline. Because, well, in the original storyline, Jericho, Slade's son, possesses him after being captured. Like, possesses Slade. And sets all the other titans free, et cetera, et cetera. And Tara's like, oh, you betrayed me? What the heck? And in her rage, brings down, like, uses her powers and brings down, like, the entire building or whatever. And only manages to kill herself. But right. in the cartoon, she like throws Slade into lava, oh, yeah, killing him. Yeah, and then uh, there's like a reaction, like the like from her powers, like it's affecting the volcano because they're evil and they have to be in a volcano, obviously. I mean,
0: I think it's like they say it's like <laughs> she's she's causing like seismic shifts and there's magma, yeah, yeah, me, magma underneath.
1: Yeah, and it's the whole place is gonna come down. Yeah. and Terra manages to stop it but she has to stay behind and you know then she turns to stone the season is it actually ends so sad oh yeah it just
0: ends with Tara <laughs> like, oh
1: wait this poor girl oh my god yeah that ends
0: with Tara pretty much dead
1: yeah Tara is technically dead because she is just encased in stone or like turned to stone or something like that I can't remember what the explanation yeah. was
0: yeah I mean but yeah.
1: um <clears throat> you know she comes back kind of kind of we'll,
0: we'll get there um yeah. so that's how that ends slate is actually dead this time mm-hmm. um
1: what a brutal way to go uh, oh i just yeah. want to say I'm like for a kids cartoon yeah,
0: fucking damn burns to death
1: this burns to death
0: <laughs> we go on to season three season three is actually all about cyborg the first one is more so about robin second one mostly about Terra. kind of about beast boy not terribly about beast boy really though yeah there's not a lot of beast boy so it's mostly Terra season um Third season is all about Cyborg. Uh which has
1: Kind of. The,
0: the ending more so. The end and the beginning. Uh
1: Yeah. The middle is kind of um, Everybody. Everybody. Like
0: every season, the beginning. The middle of the season is about everybody, more or less.
1: Yeah, because they're like I think that's a good balance, yeah. in my opinion. I think they did a good job of that because Well, the beginning is honestly I'm looking sorry, I'm looking at um. What am I trying to say? Like, episode guides yeah. on, like, Wikipedia? Yeah. The beginning has um, a lot of uh, Robin stuff, a lot of Robin Starfire, because in the beginning of the season, they have, like, X. Like, when they bring bring in Red X and you find out that it's Robin. And then they have Betrothed when Starfire has to go back to Tamaran to go get married.
0: Yeah. And
1: then it gets into... Um, like a little more about Cyborg. Go back to the whole group, but once it hits like episode eight and onwards, you get a lot of Cyborg, and I he gets a lot of development this season. I really dug that. Yeah,
0: I, I agree. Um, I think Red X was first in season one, where Robin is pretending to be this villain called Red X, so that he yeah, to yeah, that
1: Slayer. was season one. Uh, season
0: three, I think, is where Red X comes back and. I mean, you can see it in, like, a little sidebar whenever Beast Boy is trying to theorize on who Red X is because they prove it's not Robin this time. And you see it might be Jason Todd, which would make sense. That's kind of a yeah, neat, I, I neat
1: idea. Yeah, I do remember that.
0: Yeah, that'd be a neat idea. They never really come back to it because Red X never shows up again, but... <laughs> hey, well, he
1: does time. in, like, this gag episode.
0: Oh, yeah, does he show? He shows up in the Larry one, right? It's,
1: like, the racing episode or whatever. Is he in the racing episode? Yeah, he is.
0: Man, I, I completely forgot that.
1: I don't know why I remember that episode so clearly. I think it was just <laughs> so bizarre that it just stuck in my memory.
0: I, I had completely forgotten that episode <laughs> until you mentioned it, and then it came flying back. I'm like, oh, yeah, yep. there's, there's like there that it is. speed racer episode.
1: Yeah. Also, I want to say in this season, it has one of my favorite episodes of all time. Which one? It's the Bunny Raven episode.
0: Oh, the Mumbo episode. When they
1: go yeah when they go into his hat
0: and they all get turned into and animals it's just
1: Except yeah it's gets such a, into a fun lamp. yes it's such a fun episode it is very fun. It's so well written we get um tom kenny singing and doing
0: all of these characters everything in the episode that isn't the teen titans is tom kenny talking
1: and he's great Oh, he's really good like he's so good in this episode i love him as that character he's great um yeah we also got the mad mod episode where like
0: that's another Robin. really weird one.
1: Robin becomes old. old yeah, he's old, and, and then which I think is hilarious. And, Star, and I just want
0: like, <laughs> the the weirdest part is arguably Starfire telling you about like the Declaration of Independence.
1: Yeah, oh my it's God very
0: is. American. It's a.
1: It's the most like we are American. Yeah, we are, we are living in post
0: nine eleven America. Um.
1: <laughs> and growing up Canadian and not really knowing much about American history. As a kid I'm like this is so confusing what's going on It's
0: very on. it's very odd. It's a very odd episode all things considered. It's
1: so it feels so like out of place with this season's sort of like flow. I'm like wait. Why yeah. is mad mad
0: Was the uh was the, the dragon shirt? episode season 3 or was that season 2?
1: Which episode? The dragon episode. Oh, um let me <laughs>
0: Pardon while we just me... devolve into us talking about random <laughs> episodes of the cartoon. This is gonna be the densest uh, part it's, of this. It's
1: season three. It's season three, okay, episode yeah. six, spellbound. Yeah,
0: th- that's one I'm where looking at a
1: list. I don't just have encyclopedic knowledge of this show, which I kind of do at this no, point. No,
0: that's you're fine. You <laughs> it's impressive that we remember what we do. Um
1: I remember most episodes of season one, though.
0: That's fair. It's it's the easiest one to go back and rewatch. Sure is. Uh so season three though is mostly about cyborg in the sense that cyborg Mm -hmm. is a half man half machine a topic that comes up every once in a while uh he gets sent in to infiltrate the hive which is an evil villain academy wherein he finds that they have a new headmaster who's this guy called brother blood who is very different from how he is in the comics and we'll get into what he is in the comics later um Brother Blood is trying to get the Hive pretty much into an organized army of supervillains. Cyborg works with a lady named Bumblebee to try to take the place down. I think that's the the season where he uh, hides himself as a guy called Victor Stone, which is Cyborg's real name. Pretends he has a different power. And then gets tempted into almost betraying the Teen Titans so he can be human again. Ultimately, he opts not to. Uh, Because
1: he's a good guy. Yeah, he's a good guy.
0: Um end of the season uh cyborg goes to help install titans east which is a uh teen titans branch on the east coast because the current teen titans are on the west coast jump city is more or less san francisco Mm -hmm. uh titans east is weirdly enough almost in pittsburgh uh, they call yeah. it Steel City, so very, very odd. Also, Steel City is like this gray nightmare town, which is hilarious to me because so I live Pittsburgh. here. So it's
1: Pittsburgh. It's
0: not that bad here. It's raining. No, I know. But
1: it's like, <laughs> I'm just it's like, like it's like
0: it's like this 1920s image of like coal steel town Pittsburgh, where it's like oh yeah, it's it's awful here. Um, but more to the point, um, while there so, so
1: much crime. Oh
0: yeah, uh, Titans East is comprised of. God, we didn't even go over the Teen Titans members at the beginning. Oh, my God. Um, Teen Titans East is comprised of Bumblebee, Speedy, who is Green Arrow's sidekick. Green, Green Arrow isn't here, which is good. I'll explain why I think that's good later. Uh,
1: yeah. Aqualad. Masi
0: Menos, uh, which is yeah. plus and minus in Spanish, who are two little Spanish guys who, who speak which Spanish. Which I think is
1: i think they're adorable indeed i love them and
0: then there's aqualad and that's the titans mm-hmm. east and after cyborg installs all their crap i think a villain comes up and attacks and then they're like oh cyborg you should be our leader and robin's like hey get back here and cyborg's like no i'm gonna be their leader yeah. uh <laughs> then brother blood and then-, <laughs> then brother blood shows up and he possesses everybody using technology uh except for cyborg and any breaks apart cyborg to try to like absorb him because he's like i want your power and then he uses cyborg parts to uh get stronger make and make
1: himself beats
0: the crap out of cyborg and like in a moment that he
1: makes himself a cyborg he does. in this season doesn't he yes yeah. he
0: does uh
1: which i always found so weird the
0: weirdest part that really doesn't have any explanation and is probably the weakest moment of the entire season is when cyborg beats brother blood he just kind of says something about, like, you can't copy the spirit within me. And then he just absorbs all the cyborg parts from Brother Blood.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: and then, um...
1: It's like, my strength is, like,
0: it's like my it's soul like or whatever. It's like Kingdom Hearts where he's just, like, you can't really get rid of my is. heart. And, uh, I think Beast Boy or somebody asks him about it. And then he's like, yeah, that's a one-time thing. Which, not the best ending to a season. I mean,
1: <laughs> poetic... Yeah, because he absorbs, like... All this and uses Sonic Cannon or something Yeah, and he just beats know. Brother it's...
0: Bloody, he just kinda wins. It it just happens. Yeah. And the show it, it just kinda happens. The show isn't about power levels or anything, but it is one of those moments that's like you, there had to be a better way to write this than just he absorbs it back. But I don't know. It it's one week moment <laughs> in a good season. I can I can forget that. Um No,
1: I overall season three is really good. Yes. Um I because I'm such like a shipping whore. I love um, the Beast Within episode, like when, like with um, Beast, Boy. Beast Boy, when he like going transforms to and basically Beast Boy going through puberty. But I love the Raven Beast Boy stuff because I'm such a hardcore shipper of them and i refuse to back down on that that's
0: fine <laughs> that's fine i don't i don't challenge you on it i'm like that's that's completely fine Smart i myself am a uh, raven and robin kind of guy i think that uh starfire is a good character a fine character too much of her is focused on robin and robin doesn't act as much like himself when he's around starfire it's mostly just him going eh. yeah 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 and like, like,
1: but uh, I don't know how to handle. I don't know how to
0: handle girls, and he speaks much more naturally with Raven. And season three is also mm-hmm. the uh, season with uh, I don't know the name of the episode, but it's uh, I think it's Haunted. I think it might actually be called Haunted, where yeah, uh, Haunted
1: is the one where he's like seeing Slade everywhere because of like this dust. Yeah, on yeah,
0: Slade, Slade puts on like microscopic, like nano machines in his mask to like trick people into thinking that he's there and robin accidentally gets it on him and he gets like this weird mix of ptsd and paranoia from it oh uh, yeah raven goes into his mind uh sees slade and confirms that he's there and then she also sees um something that we'll talk about whenever we get to actually talking about titans uh the circus where robin's parents died because this robin is dick grayson uh which is really the only moment uh outside of the larry episode where we confirm that this is dick grayson yeah um and in that moment that's supposed to be the moment that they start having a connection because we're gonna pause here just to say that everybody in the first three seasons gets like an episode where they interact with each other this is the first one where you see raven and uh robin having like an episode that's mostly about them there are a number of robin and starfire episodes the first episode that i believe you would watch in sequence or the first one that aired was the robin and cyborg episode where they're bickering Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: that's literally the first episode yes. of yes
0: um starfire and raven have an episode with the puppet king when everyone else gets captured starfire episode
1: seven season one <laughs> there
0: you go <laughs> starfire and beast boy have an episode where they're fighting uh because beast boy has annoyed her which is the episode with thunder and lightning um mm-hmm. let's see here beast boy and raven have the the dragon episode is more or less a beast boy and raven episode
1: it, it is and they have actually a number of episodes
0: uh can you, can you name another one that's like oh i, I um, guess like the one where they go into her mirror because they go into
1: nevermore yeah
0: nevermore they, yeah. they go into raven's mind and that's where you see trigon who we will be getting to in season four
1: yeah and then they also have an episode um do they have one in season two no because that's all about tara and him they have episode nine uh which is the raven beast boy episode essentially like Beast Boy puberty. The Beast, yeah, beast Boy puberty. Yeah, Beast Boy puberty. There's a lot of um, Raven Beast Boy moments there because he. Like, they all think that he's, like, attacking her when he goes into Beast mode, but he's, like, protecting her. Yeah,
0: from, like, this crappy Adonis guy.
1: Yeah, from Adonis, which is so weird that he turns into a beast as they well. They explained that he
0: got knocked into chemicals, I remember. Somewhere. Yeah,
1: like, they got knocked into chemicals, but. He doesn't have like beast powers, so it's so weird. Z- he's
0: just a werewolf. Just a he's just, your just average a werewolf. werewolf. Um, Whatever. It's fine.
1: <laughs> it's fine. But I I do like that episode a lot. The
0: episode with Starfire and si- yeah, there's a uh, Starfire and Cyborg. There's the episode Troc, which deals with racism. Where th- the funniest thing is that like Cy someone some other alien called I think it's Valour yeah is a uh, calling uh starfire truck which is considered a racial slur and cyborg looks. It literally
1: it, means nothing it
0: means nothing like you're a nothing uh cyborg looks there and goes i know what it's like to be discriminated against i'm part robot <laughs> which uh and you're like, it's, uh, it's it not it's 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 cartoon network from like circa the early 2000s it sure is uh cyborg and beast boy have a number of episodes including the one where beast boy goes inside of him after he accidentally gets cyborg infected with a virus uh and also just in general they tend to cause mischief together they're probably like they're they're like the comic relief duo for the most part yeah they're mostly the ones willing to cause trouble whereas Starfire's kind of just on her own um let me think uh beast boy well sorry Cyborg and Raven have the episode where Cyborg's car gets stolen, and then she helps remake his car and talks him through Which it. Which
1: is actually a really cute episode. It's, it's very
0: nice. Like Basically, the point I'm trying to make here is that all of them have interrelated relationships, and they all have very distinct feelings about each other. All except for Beast Boy and Robin. They're the only ones who don't have an episode together. I guess just because they couldn't figure out exactly how to write it.
1: yeah. Which you and I have actually talked about, like how they're. Because they have very clashing personalities. They do.
0: And it it would be. I get that it would be kind of predictable if it's just a run of the mill episode of just Robin, you need to be more serious, and Beast Boy being like, you need to lay back and relax. And that would be the episode.
1: Yeah. Because that's honestly their interaction so often. But I feel like if the stakes were high enough, I'd love. Like, we've talked about this, but I'm like, I would love to see them, like, really uh, working together to figure something out, like the Titans, like, the other three yeah, aren't there, and Robin and Beast Boy have to figure out how their personalities can complement each other. Yeah,
0: so more, more or less like the Starfire and Raven episode. Uh,
1: yeah, exactly, kind of because idea. Starfire and Raven are so opposite. Raven Raven's very opposite to most of the group because they're more... Like except for Robin because he's more serious, so I think that's why they can connect yeah. a little easier because they can kind of vibe with each other a little more on that front. Right. But I think watching Robin and Beast Boy would be very interesting. I agree. Like I would. Let's hope if they actually do make another season. He's open. Um. That we get something like that. That would be very cool to me. Agreed. Because even in the comics, I don't recall them ever really having a moment
0: yeah and i mean they uh dick grayson is just so different in the comics too it's very um it, it would be very hard to really reason that one out uh but let's move yeah. forward we we've actually been talking about the cartoon for about half an hour uh, that's okay we got we gotta keep going <laughs> though um so season four is a uh, where i would say shit hits the fan um yeah slade comes back from the dead beats the shit out of everybody uh yeah, I think it's right around Raven's birthday and then they're mm-hmm. all trying to celebrate and Raven's all like, oh, I don't like my birthday. Robin actually, strangely enough, again, with all the Beast Boy stuff in the season beforehand, in the seasons beforehand, is the one to be like, hey, Raven, what's up? And then she's...
1: This is like the Raven-Robin shippers dream yes, season. it
0: is. <laughs> uh, for me, it is, even though there's that one episode in the middle is. with uh, Robin and Starfire, which is mm-hmm. a pretty weak episode. Just to
1: remind you. Just to remind yeah. you. <laughs>
0: just to remind you. Just just to just to keep you with a heads up. Um, it's like, hey. <laughs> Robin and uh, Raven talk about it. Raven's like, eh, I don't want to talk about it. They go and see that Slade's back, and Slade suddenly has crazy fire powers, beats the crap out of everybody, stops time, if I recall correctly. Or, wait, no, Raven uh-huh. stops time.
1: Raven stops time because to get away. they've never introduced that power before, but she does have that ability. Yeah,
0: and she does it. Like, the show is pretty decent about, like, Raven doesn't, have great control over powers she a lot of them are yeah. controlled by her emotions that do crazy crap whenever she's like under extreme stress mm-hmm. um because she herself is surprised when it happens uh she grabs robin again odd moment all the other titans there but she chooses to grab robin um
1: yeah i was like odd flex but okay
0: yeah um <laughs> she uh talks to robin about it uh slate i believe still beats the crap out of robin and then in a yep. very Gross moment. Uh, <laughs> Slade rips off the sleeves of her clothes. She, he rips off
1: her cape. No, and... he doesn't rip off her sleeve. He rips off her cloak. And then when he takes her to, like, the rooftop to, like, drop her, uh, when he's holding on to, like, her uh, arms or whatever, um, like, the symbols kind of, like, burn away. At her clothes? Her, like, the other... Bits of her clothes to make her basically wearing a bikini. Yeah, and her hair grows out. I don't know.
0: The, the hair growing out is cool. Uh, the clothes is a little unnecessary. There's a
1: yeah. old new
0: ground splash, and that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> um, let's keep going.
1: Yeah, uh, no. And he's no, like, no hey, "Don't even happy birthday, no, birthday moving girl." Moving on.
0: Uh, so he does this, and then he's like, "All right, you're. I'm just here to be the messenger. You're gonna be the portal for good old." daddy trigon to come on good there.
1: old daddy-o uh
0: the rest of the season in between all of the you know random bullshit episodes uh which again are good but they don't really mm-hmm. have a lot to do with the story it's a lot of raven yeah it's go- kind
1: of to give you a breather
0: yeah it's raven going around trying to find ways to not bring trigon there she goes home to her home dimension of azerath and her mom's like no you're screwed more or less uh yeah they go around try to find like oh uh, Slade is talking about this eye for like Trigon to come through. We gotta find it, and Raven's just not telling them that it's her. So they yeah. go around all these places, and they find, they can't find any information. Eventually they find out that it's Raven. They try to protect Raven from Slade, despite all of her warnings that it's not gonna work. They do this, um, one of the strangest moments, is Cyborg makes a gigantic sonic cannon out of like the entire Titans mainframe yep. network.
1: Okay, you might think it's weird. I thought that was dope as hell. I
0: I think that's cool, but it is one of those things. that's like that could be catastrophically bad if that just because you don't see it go past Slade, but it totally went past Slade.
1: Oh, it totally did. Uh, but
0: doesn't doesn't do anything to him. He gets past. She becomes the Eye. Trigon comes through. Trigon screws everything up. Uh, the whole world is turned to stone except for the Teen Titans because Raven gave them a little bit of her power. Uh, Raven turned into a little kid. Robin goes and finds her, brings Raven back. Cyborg, Beast Boy, and Starfire beat the crap out of clones that Trigon makes of them. Mm-hmm. Slade helps Robin to get to where Raven is because he's like, yeah, Trigon went back on his deal to make me alive again. Slade kills the gatekeeper who will let him come back to life. So Slade comes back to life and then steals like an axe from Trigon. Well, it's
1: an axe from the gatekeeper.
0: Gatekeeper axe with, yeah. Yes. (laughs) Thank you for clarifying. Yes. Um, You're
1: welcome. That's what I'm here for. (laughs) I
0: I appreciate it. Raven then comes back and grows up again, and then she's in the white outfit, which means that she's stronger, which is a callback to the episode where they're inside her mirror. Uh, And then she basically yells at Trigon and blows him up. And blows him away, and then he's gone. The world goes back to normal. She hugs Robin, yeah, and then they're like, well, we can beat anything, and then, and then that's the end of season four. Season five, let's, uh, let's talk about season five.
1: Oh, uh, alright. Alright, so, Beast Boy. Get in it.
0: Beast Boy <laughs> is revealed to be on an old team, uh, that was called the Doom Patrol, of, made up of superheroes that you have never heard of. I'm not yeah, going to unless list unless you
1: read the comics. Unless you were a fan of the comics, you would have had no idea who any of these people were because i was like this is really weird i don't like these episodes even like
0: if you like the comics like i don't i don't think like i think negative man might be the only one that you would potentially like i don't remember what the lady's power was mento just kind of fires she Beamzy she just grows oh. she gets big bigly la- mount lady from my hero academia base
1: she's basically yeah, mount lady except lame. um <laughs> Except, like, yeah.
0: Mento is just there to be an asshole. He's like a Mr. Fantastic from the Fantastic Four, except he can't stretch and he's an asshole. Or, like, mm-hmm. even more of an asshole, and he uses beams of mental energy. So they're fighting this brain in a jar called literally the brain. This gorilla, which I think is called Mich- Monsieur Lamar or something like that.
1: It's uh, Monsieur Mala.
0: Monsieur Mala, which is, again, just a gorilla. And then, He's
1: just a big old gorilla. Just a
0: big old gorilla. And then there's a stretchy lady who.
1: Yep. They. Uh, Madame Rouge.
0: Fuck these fucking.
1: Because she wears red and has red, red so lips. So these people,
0: inexplicably, after they have beaten Trigon, <laughs> the Teen Titans lose to these people badly, uh, get captured, and then it's up to random superheroes from around the globe to uh, come and save the day from, like, various villain attacks, and mo- all be villains like, Dr. Light comes back, who was, like, a random villain from before, and he's stronger, so they need help from, like, some caveman and a crystal lady. Yeah. Kid Flash shows up, and he's just kind of, like, a different beast boy that's faster and smoother. Yep. Jericho shows up, and he doesn't really have anything to do with Slade.
1: No, he's just kind of, like, this peaceful, mute, hippie. monk, hippie guy. Yeah. And... It- I'm so mad that they didn't touch on the fact that he is Slade's son. I was so mad. Because yeah. I didn't find this out until, like, I started looking into the comics after I'd finished the series. But yeah, I went you, back you watch and it watched really, it. He's I was like, he's just some guy. He's just some dude who Robin finds. Which I'm like, okay, I kind of get the reference because Robin finds Jericho. And Robin and Jericho are the ones who, like, teamed up during the Judas contract. Okay, I get the reference.
0: Yeah, it's, it feels very really whatever here. He's you, so...
1: Yeah inconsequential.
0: Yeah, he doesn't doesn't really help anything. Um, Titans, like, his
1: powers are cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, Titans East uh, fights Control Freak, who's another random villain. I remember that from that season. <laughs> Control uh,
1: Freak's great. I don't care what anybody says. He's my favorite. He's so dumb.
0: Control Freak is really good. A lot of episodic villains in the show are really good. Um, Starfire goes to Russia and meets this guy who has nuclear powers, and he's like, I will sacrifice myself to save my gunsry And then he blows up in space, but he comes back later, so he's fine, so it doesn't matter yep uh, basically a bunch of superheroes that you would only know if you're deep into the comics show up have one episode don't say anything of really any consequence and then they cut somewhere else and that's like for 10 episodes and then at the end the original teen titans are captured the like c team or d team of fucking teen superhero shows up saves them beats the brain beats mr mala beats madame rouge beats the rogues gallery from the show of like mammoth and Mm -hmm. bad mod and all these characters and by the way in the finale pretty much none of them talk because they didn't want to bother bringing in the voice actors again for the finale so it's just they sure
1: didn't it's just
0: a clusterfuck of them fighting a bunch of random villains that you recognize but are like oh wow this isn't nearly as threatening as like any villains they've ever fought before but they treat it as though it's the climactic battle Uh, they beat all the villains and at the very end the last shot of this arc is them kind of standing on a rooftop when someone's robbing a bank and the teen titans are like, oh, I bet they don't expect this. And it's like all like fucking twenty or thirty teen superheroes like waiting to ambush these bank robbers. Um the yes. last episode <laughs> of uh the cartoon is I think it's called Things Change.
1: It is. And that's the episode where they bring back uh Tara.
0: Tara's inexplicably alive again. Yeah. Except there's this um there's this like weird white it's just like fucking a Rakune from Blaze Blue, monster that one monster from Street Fighter Three style, like blob character that has like Terra's powers. That's like going around fucking shit up, and then Terra's hanging out, and she's alive. She has amnesia. She's just going to a high school somehow. So she simultaneously came back to life, found a high school uniform, got adopted by a family. She's been she's been very busy through season five. Um,
1: yeah, all that like inconsequential plot we were getting yeah really, uh... they could have brought back tara and, and i would have been much more okay with I, that I,
0: I think tara just look because beast boy's like what the fuck why how did any of this happen why don't you remember it and then she just kind of looks at him and goes things change which is to say we've been canceled and then it ends
1: yeah <laughs> it it's ends. really that's honestly it and oh, what I, I love is that he's like you you can like he's trying to remind her. It's like you can control the earth. He like picks up this wad of dirt and just throws it at her. <laughs> it's like, really good. Oh my God, it's uh, great.
0: It's definitely something. Oh, and uh, Trouble in Tokyo, which is the made-for-TV movie, which premiered after the end of season five, I think. Oh,
1: I know you it. don't like it, but I, I think do. <laughs> I think it's
0: delightful in a way. Trouble in Tokyo is more or less where it, it's definitely a made-for-TV movie. It is. It is uh... Outside of Robin and Starfire getting together in it, it is like every, like, anime movie that you've seen where they go to a different location, they fight a villain that has nothing to do with anything they've ever fought before, the characters do wacky things in the background regarding the location that they're in. Yuri Lowenthal's in it for, like, maybe 40 seconds as, like, a random motorcycler. Yeah, he's uh, the one motorcycle guy that, like, Robin chases down.
1: Oh! Yeah, he is.
0: <laughs> that's like I the most about no- that noteworthy thing that happens in it. Oh yeah, Starfire and Robin get together and that's like the big moment is they kiss in it. And uh That's, that's the whole
1: point of the movie. That's the yeah, whole like, that's, point. That's the
0: whole fucking <laughs> point, which um again, I don't think they have great chemistry, uh, so I was pretty whatever about it. Also, like Raven is barely doing anything in it. Beast Boy is just
1: Yeah, she's there for exposition. She's there for like, exposition. When they find when they find the book or whatever that explains uh Brashogun, the villain of the movie yeah, he's, um, he's
0: very Japanese.
1: He's very Japanese. And it's he is played... Like, the villain of the movie... I can't remember the name of this actor. I have nothing against him. He's fabulous. But he's played by the actor who plays, like, every Asian villain in any, like, Marvel or DC cartoon.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's a... Uh, he it's was not-
1: in... um the Wolverine animated series uh he's been in like X-Men and all these other things he he's wasn't, amazing he wasn't I cannot Aku, remember he? his name for the life of me right now though
0: he wasn't Aku was he
1: uh no he wasn't that was a guy who voiced uh Iroh in Avatar The Last Airbender that makes sense and then I can't I can never I'm bad with names and I, I, I should be better about actors' names. I'm in the gosh dang industry. No, you're but, fine. <laughs> I'm like. I mean, I'm I remember other people industry, so. at Funimation.
0: <laughs> uh, I think it was the same guy that played Uncle in Jackie Chan Adventures. Yes, I think, yes. Okay, I think yeah. so. I um, don't
1: remember that show very clearly. That's more a you thing. That's
0: that's fair. I also. We're talking about Teen Titans. So, we're
1: talking about Teen Titans.
0: um, Let's move on. It just ends here. It just, that's the end. Uh, Robin and Mm Starfire get together. There's no more. Uh, Fans were upset that it got canceled. Uh, Probably didn't perform as well in season five because season five is a fucking mess. It's where they started getting in new characters. Uh, It sure is. Let's talk about what we like about it. Uh, so I have written down here a couple things. One quick thing is Slade is cooler than Deathstroke. Every other iteration of Deathstroke I've ever seen in anything ever is not as cool as Slade.
1: Yeah, no. Slade is... God, he's such a good e- good villain. Not a good episode. Lamau. <laughs> but um, Ron Perlman can read me a goddamn bedtime story. His I love voice Ron Perlman. Uh, read have me you, to sleep. Have you seen
0: the Hellboy movies?
1: I sure haven't.
0: I, we need to sit down and watch them sometime. They're really good. He's, he's fantastic as Hellboy. And he, he always kind of sounds like that. He just sounds less villainous. Okay. I They're good, I promise. I, no, I believe try. you. Yeah, okay.
1: I just have not watched them. I never felt the need to, but if Ron Perlman's in them.
0: He's great. He's great. He's Hellboy. I can watch. He's, he's, it's like how really I fun. will
1: I'll watch almost anything with Clancy Brown in it. I, he's just so charming.
0: He is. Have you have you seen The Highlander, right?
1: I sure have. And it's so I, good. It's, I love it.
0: It's It's definitely a movie just he is, he's so, like, it's so weird hearing, like, the Mr. Krabs and I'm going to get you, McCloud, and it sounds just like Mr. It's Krabs.
1: Just, it's just Mr. <laughs> Krabs, and I love it. Um, I mean, I was watch, I was playing, this is so off topic, I was playing Detroit Become Human, but when I found out that Clancy Brown was in it, I was like, all right, this is a selling point for me.
0: That is fair.
1: But um, there's, like, some ways he'll, like, say things or, like, certain reactions he'll have where I'm like, Hi, Mr. Krabs. What's going on?
0: He can't, <laughs> yeah, he can't turn actor. that off.
1: No, he can't. That's just like a gruffer version of his voice. And when he gets gruff, it is very much Mr. Krabs. But was he in Teen Titans at all, just to bring it back around? I don't
0: I don't think so. I don't, I he don't might know. Be in but like one, he might be in some Teen Titans.
1: Probably. <laughs> but um, again, great actor. great actor
0: very good actor uh so slate is really good uh good balance there's a good balance between light and silly episodes i have down here the uh cyborg's car gets stolen that's appropriately silly when it needs to be silly it's uh serious and emotional when it needs to be serious the silly episode robin's uh clone larry comes in i always forget about that
1: episode but that's such a weird episode it's such a weird
0: episode but it is very fun versus like the really dark episode like haunted where both of these things can exist pretty well in the same series and that's Mm -hmm. good it strikes a really good balance uh some people who are fans of the comics might complain but i think that for what it is which is simultaneously a children's show but like a show that can be watched by other audiences i think that it's pretty good um Tara's relationship with Slade isn't sexual like it is in the comics, which... Which I was so
1: grateful for. I I
0: think that that's better a little bit. It's way
1: better. It's more manipulative. It really does make her more sympathetic. In the comics, like, there's three iterations of Tara in the comics. Um, Yeah. The first iteration, she's just a bitch. (laughs) She's just a big old bitch. And I hate her. She's not sympathetic at all. Even in, like, the Judas Contract like, made-for-DVD movie that they did a couple years back. Right. I I don't know. I don't remember when it came out. It was not a good movie. It was such a clusterfuck. But even that, I'm like, you're garbage. I don't like you. (laughs) But I love Tara in the show. I love her. Yeah,
0: it makes a lot of effort to make it clear that she's, like, this very nice lady, which, again, is probably because in the show – you see the moment that she gets connected to Slade, the moment that he like drags her in. You don't see that in the comics as much. You get flashbacks to it, but you get the implication that she's been with him since the beginning. Yeah, which changes things. It it definitely changes things, and I think for the better in this case.
1: No, I think they handled Tara very very well, and I love how they wrote her. God, what is her actress's name?
0: I I I can't remember for the life.
1: She's of me. so good. She's um, Ellie in The Last of Us, and she's been oh, and, like yeah. Uh, she's fantastic. Like, I love her voice. It just has such a cool texture to it.
0: I think that that, yeah, I I think that I agree. She has a really good voice. It's really hard to, uh, imitate. And I think that it's very distinct. It's It's very distinct.
1: And it really, um, the way her actress, um, it's like Ashley something, maybe? Ashley Johnson. There we go. I knew I'd remember somehow. But Ashley does such a good, I say Ashley like I know her, she does such a good job making this character sympathetic and really drawing you into her performance is something that really makes this character, not just this character, but this entire show is all the acting is so solid. It's all very real. You can tell the actors really care about these characters. You can tell they're very in it.
0: Yes, I forget the name of the casting lady who did this. She was really famous in the industry. She was very. Is it good Andrea? At
1: job. Is it Andrea who did it? Was it Andrea Toyes who did it?
0: I don't remember. I, I remember that she retired a little while back, and I. Okay, think that, if she
1: if she retired, then no, because an, you can probably hear my dog drinking in the background. But um, good. no, Andrea Toyes is very like she's very prominent in the LA industry right now.
0: Yeah, I, I'm. Fairly certain that she retired a little bit back, uh, which may have to do with how the Teen Titans movies turned out. Um,
1: You know what? Maybe. uh,
0: The thing that I really appreciate here, um, in the early 2000s, there was actually something called an embargo on the use of characters within DC franchises. What was happening at the time was in the late 90s, they were adapting Batman and Superman into the Batman and Superman animated series, respectively. Uh, that's the batman animated series and the superman animated series not mm-hmm. the combination of the two though they would occasionally show up in each other's series in the early 2000s they mashed them together along with hal not hal jordan uh john stewart's green lantern john john's as the martian manhunter mm-hmm. and i can't remember the name of hawk girl
1: i will never remember her name
0: uh i i can't <laughs> remember it at all uh diana i can't remember her last name is wonder woman uh they got mashed into the justice league cartoon which i believe was running concurrently uh static shock was i believe running around the same time all that was running on cartoon network uh i believe because they're both owned by time warner at the time um yeah but basically what they have was an embargo on characters so that uh the teen titans couldn't have like batman show up they couldn't have like the joker show up they could make like references i believe in the first episode uh cyborg makes a reference to metropolis a character makes a reference to
1: gotham here or there yeah they make but, a reference to gotham in the third episode of the first season when you first meet like the characters from the hive when you meet like yeah. jinx gizmo and mammoth um like gizmo puts like a um like a rocket on cyborg's back and i, I thought when he said he, like, like comes back, He's He's like metropolis no, he's like, oh, I was halfway to Gotham by the time Starfire shot that thing off my back. Swear I like just watched this episode.
0: I swear to God he said Metropolis, but I, nope. I, I
1: thought they said he Metropolis. He said Gotham. Somewhere. I swear I don't to God think... they
0: said Metropolis somewhere in there.
1: Time for us to rewatch the entire series. Time, dude. To, time to
0: rewatch and just like keep like a notepad out in case they say the word metropolis. <laughs> um just timestamp it and post it here. Um, alright, so they basically made it so that you couldn't bring in too many outside characters. I think that this really worked to Teen Titans' benefit because the one thing that you never, under any circumstances, need to do until the fifth season is you never need to read the comics. You don't ever need that context. No, you you see the character, you know who they are, pretty much everything in this, you can get exactly who they are and what they do. Even the character Speedy, who you wouldn't know as anything other than Green Lantern or sorry, not Green Lantern green arrow sidekick you don't really need to know you just need to know that he's like robin he looks like robin and he uses a bow and he's kind of got the same disposition that's all Yeah, you and really they actually make a. Get.
1: there's like an episode where they uh go to like this space tournament or whatever it's like a tournament of like basically the term tournament of power
0: yeah they call <laughs> it the, uh, the Ball. Of, they call it the uh, tournament of champions which is run by this guy who's trying to absorb all their powers
1: yeah Uh, But they actually make a reference to it when Cyborg and Speedy, not Cyborg, uh, Robin and Speedy meet, that they both have, like, the mask, they're very, like, sure of themselves. Like, they make a joke about it, and I'm like, that's funny.
0: It's funny, and it works, and you don't need to know who he is. Like, you don't need to know anything about Green Arrow. Like, it's just he's a character in the show.
1: And uh, that's what I really dig about the Teen Titans series, is that they make it a point not to have any of these characters in their, like, mentor's shadow. Yeah, like, exactly. The episode, I think it's season... Four? Three or four? No, it's season five. It's because I blocked yeah. season five from my memory. Um, the episode Go, when you see how the Titans met.
0: Yeah, that's that's probably um, the only good episode from season yeah. five.
1: Oh, that's a great episode. It's so good. Um, yeah. They actually... Like Robin shows up on the scene, very much like how he does in the Titans show, except better. Except much better, and they're actually like, oh, like they make a reference to Batman, but they never say it outright.
0: Yeah, and then and then they're like, aren't you supposed to be with someone?
1: Yeah, it's like, aren't you supposed to be with someone? It's like, I'm on my own now
0: yeah which a is a much now.
1: nicer way of saying fuck batman <laughs> yeah it's, it's a far more
0: pragmatic way <laughs>
1: but he's still all angsty about it which is fine yeah he's
0: a little angsty about it like he, he's Robin. angsty for like a second but i mean like he doesn't ever talk about it otherwise which I think no is he good. doesn't like i guess it's not it's not something he needs to think about that often um in addition there is the line uh whenever he's captured by slade and slade's like i could be a father to you you see Robin say, "I already have a father." Then you just see a bunch of fucking bats fly up, which isn't terribly subtle, but like it's better than him. Oh, like I do like that. It's not
1: subtle, but it. I like the symbolism. They use a lot of symbolism in the show, and there's there's a. Yeah, there's an episode where they're fighting on top of... It's during uh, the Apprentice arc in season one, I think. They're fighting on top of a Wayne Enterprises building.
0: Yeah, and that's that's enough for you to know, yeah, I get it. And if you don't get it, if you don't know anything about Batman, you don't need to. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's just, you would see that and go, I already have a father. A bunch of bats fly up. It's like, all right, fair enough. Like You could just interpret that as him having a dad already.
1: Yeah, and it's so funny Um, I remember the old fan theories back in the day. Yeah. Um, People took that line of Slade's like, I could be like a father to you. Everyone's like, oh, because you see like a silhouette of when he knocks off Slade's mask in one episode. And people are like, oh, shoot. Is that Robin's dad? I'm like, guys, (laughs) his whole family died
0: yeah we'll They're get like, oh. we'll get to uh we'll get to those flying grayson's
1: <laughs> they sure flew
0: oh to yeah the ground right off the fucking tightrope um
1: they sure did well, so trapeze, i think but you know yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> i think uh i think that's all we really need to cover of the cartoon let's it's it has been an hour it's been over an hour that we've but just been talking about had- the
1: car- well, we've talked about the cartoon, but we've uh, gone into all the details of it, and we've talked about where it kind of parallels. So I I fine. think it's
0: fine. It's I, fine. I, I I appreciate it. I I appreciate your knowledge and interest in it as well as my own. It's just we should we should definitely get moving on the other ones because otherwise this you will be should. like a three hour episode.
1: <laughs> we'll do a part one, part two, or we'll just and there's my dog.
0: Ryuji, Ryuji doesn't doesn't agree with that. one. So let's let's talk a little bit about the comics yeah i I talked a little bit about the history of the comics so the thing about the comics that we thought it good to talk about because i can't speak about a lot of them because i haven't read really any of them uh we're not going to talk about the teen titans go comic because that's a whole different thing
1: yeah which is what i thought the teen titans go series was going to be based on which i was like hell yeah well yeah
0: i um i i thought so as well but it's it's completely different uh the art isn't great in my opinion so i had trouble reading it
1: it's it's okay it It tries to adapt the show's
0: art but it's clearly by an artist that doesn't draw like that
1: yeah you can tell they're kind of out of their element
0: yeah it's like whenever there's like a digimon comic book where like it was i think an artist who normally did like archie or stuff like that trying to draw like anime and it just comes across as a little weird yeah um but Skipping over that, we're just going to talk about the comics themselves, which are the source material for Teen Titans. Uh, The comics, as I said, ran from the 60s into the present. Uh, Every iteration has been very, very different. They've been rebooted, I can think of, at least four times. Uh, The original 60s run got rebooted into the 80s run. The 80s run got rebooted into the early 2000s run. The early 2000s run got rebooted into the new Fifty Two and Mm -hmm. new 52 got rebooted into the current run i think yeah Uh, i think so yeah so yeah um it's a mess i the one thing i can say about the comics that i don't terribly like is the nature of comic books makes it so that it is impossible to read all of them and go like yeah this is a this is a full story like this has a beginning and an end it doesn't necessarily
1: yeah, oftentimes what they do with the comics is they'll just have, like, a storyline, and they'll just kind of let it peter out, Yeah. and then they'll just start a new one. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of conclusions going on in them. That's, like, a big issue that I take with them. Yeah, but the overall, 80s one. Yeah, the 80s one.
0: Um, Did you want to say about it? Because you have more opinions on this than I do.
1: Um, God, which one is the 80s one? Is that the new Teen Titans run?
0: Yeah, that's the one where they introduced Raven
1: yeah i'm not super knowledgeable on that right now i cannot remember it too bad so if you want to go with what you were gonna say please do (laughs) because i'm having a total brain fart
0: it's it's okay uh the original teen titans consisted of robin i believe kid flash aqualad and wonder girl who is wonder woman's sidekick yeah um they added i think hawk and dove a little later uh sure did and then the 80s that's when they started adding in stuff like cyborg and starfire and beast boy and raven
1: yeah it was the new teen titans series where they introduced these new characters because yeah. they were they were getting away from um the campiness of the original run yes uh, back in the 60s cuz that was very kind of villain of the week the um The villains were very campy and goofy, very much like how they are in the Teen Titans cartoon. That kind of carried over to the Villain of the Week uh, format of the series, which I think was kind of a cool callback. Um, Yeah. But when they brought in, like, Raven, Starfire, and Beast Boy, who became Changeling, and Cyborg, it became a lot more about, like... Um, growing up and became more dramatic teenagers. Like, it really focused on sort of the drama.
0: Yeah, and social issues. Which I dug, and it got,
1: yeah, social issues. And when they brought in Bumblebee, it was like a big thing because it's like, a black superhero? What? But now in like 2019, it's like, okay, cool. Cool character. Cool powers. I like her. Let's see what she does. Let's see how they write her.
0: Yeah, um, you're gonna want to watch Faust's videos on Super Effective for more information on what we can give you.
1: Yeah, because we, we're not super knowledgeable of the comics, so we're gonna say that right now.
0: Yeah, that's... Comics
1: are... This is where we get most of our information. I've yeah. read some of the comics, but I do not retain much from the comics. I've watched the show a gajillion times. I own it all except for the season 5 and the movie. Yes, so.
0: um... I will say a beauty of comics is that you can see multiple interpretations of the same characters. You can see different art consistently. You can see different storylines across long periods of time and compare them and just sort of think about them. It gives you a lot to chew on and it gives you more room to try to find a version that you like. However, uh, I'm more of a manga kind of guy. I like shows more so where it's like this is the interpretation of the character they have a beginning to their story and they have an end. That's typically how I like my media. Uh, yeah, so you like a, result, a
1: cohesive plot. You like it to be more linear.
0: Yes, even whenever it comes to stuff like Evangelion, which has spin-off series, uh the spin-off series that I like the most have beginnings and ends. Like Campus yeah. Apocalypse is one. The manga has a different continuity from the TV show. Uh, uh let's see here. Angelic Days not an Gelling podcast. It's not an Evangelion podcast. Um, an Evangelion so podcast. <laughs> the thing that you're going to want to think about when you think about the comics is which version do you like?
1: Yeah, they're all trying to do something different. They all have something else to say. Often, I found a good place to start if I wanted something that gave me the characters I was used to. Uh, was the new Teen Titans run when they introduced Raven. Yeah. Uh, there's a new Raven series coming out right now uh, called Raven Daughter of Darkness or something. And I've been reading some up on it. It's pretty good. Um, There's some things where I'm not super big on. I'm not going to say much in case people want to read it. Uh, I think you can get it on, like, Comixology and Kindle and stuff like that. But it's pretty good. And they're bringing in characters like Clarion the Witch Boy. They're bringing in a couple other characters. And it's Raven kind of getting the spotlight, which she's my favorite character. So I'm all about that. Uh, But it's a different kind of interpretation of her um what was i going to say? The the new Teen Titans run and then Titans is also quite good. But you got to remember when you go into reading the comics after just liking yes. the show. You got to remember that you're not going to get the same experience of the Teen Titans show as you are in the comics. The comics are going to be much darker, they're going to be more adult in a lot of ways. Um like they start off a series where, you yep. know, just Dick Grayson is Doing the do with Starfire—that's like a big plot point.
0: Worth noting, you're also gonna run into stuff where it's like, well, I like this run. Unfortunately, it's been abruptly canceled. Like the new Teen Titans, which uh, Faust talks about in his video, got canceled after I think like 20 issues. <laughs> <laughs> like they—they they yeah, it got canceled
1: pretty quick. Uh, that's my thing with the Teen Titans comics—is they don't run for super long. Yeah,
0: especially and new ones. comic
1: books are generally quite short, which has always kind of bugged me because I'm such like a. Th- I've grown up on, like, Lord of the Rings, so I'm used to, like, thick novels. Yes. But there's never been a bad run of the Titans comics. Some of them are just, like, weaker than the others. Um, but, yeah, I think the new Teen Titans was one of my favorite runs from what I've read. Yeah. I, I haven't... And Titans, when, like, they kind of revamp, they bring back, like, Raven, everybody. Um, Raven is a selling point for me, if you haven't noticed. already, <laughs> He's my favorite character, and no one can sway me i will fight i'll fight for her i i really
0: love raven <laughs> i'll say that like i love robin in the show robin uh, is probably yeah. my favorite uh tied with raven uh mm-hmm. which is bad for me actually because robin in the show is pretty unlike any other robin in any other adaptation
1: <laughs> he really is he's kind of a mix of different characters Yes,
0: he's pretty much from what i understand he's he is Dick Grayson, he's got Dick Grayson's backstory, but he's got Jason Todd's attitude, kind of, and he's about Tim Drake's mm. age.
1: He's more Tim Drake than he is, uh, Jason. Or at least original run of Jason.
0: Yeah, I I think at the very least- Because
1: he's... original Jason was kind of a dick. Yeah. <laughs> 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 to bring it <him> back around.
0: <laughs> I think that, um, um I, I think that, uh... At the very least he has Jason's rage in the first season, like whenever he starts like yes, freaking out. So. He
1: has Jason's um temper. Yes. For sure. Which but he
0: Yeah, Dick is He's weird. kind
1: of a conglomeration of all the different He's Robins. a
0: celebration of Robins.
1: He really is. And I do like his character. The one thing I don't like, and I think this is just a writing choice, is the ninja noises he makes when he fights.
0: It depends. I think, like, when he starts <laughs> doing, like, the weird high-pitched, like, whoa that's weird? Whenever it's just, like, fight well, I mean, he was like,
1: oh, I was like, what are you doing? I mean, why?
0: You could Please read stop. that as him being it's a weeaboo, <laughs> which is more so how I Oh, mean
1: God. It. I'm like, he's probably just a big ol' weeaboo. He just, just, got, you know, just got anime His, his room shelf. might be, like, super normal, but I bet you anything under his floorboards is just a whole lot of manga. A whole
0: lot. I- just so much Fist of the North Star. Uh, so much. Um, th- So that's actually bad going into the comics because you will never really see... You won't see Dick Grayson act like that. You probably won't... I don't think Jason Todd has ever been part of the Teen Titans.
1: Um, He was very briefly.
0: Tim Drake has only been occasionally part. Damian Wayne is uh, definitely not like... Show Robin or comic Robin or he he's his, he's his own fucking thing and that's a
1: he's his own thing and I'm like a lot of people don't like Damien I'm not big on him he has some good moments in the comics but Damien is definitely my least
0: he's, favorite Robin he's a yeah um
1: <laughs> he's yeah. a kid he's very and he's written to be very much like a kid like he's, he's a, young he's inexperienced he's kind of from what I remember yeah but that's all like Yeah, it's all kind of based on how he's raised. Like, he's written well, and I just don't like him. That's my thing. Uh, Dick Grayson and um, Tim Drake. Tim Drake's probably my favorite Robin. I think Dick Grayson was, like, meant to be, like, Nightwing, eventually Batman. I think he's, like, great. Dick is, like, the most fleshed out. Yeah. Like, we, we know the most about Dick Grayson than we do about anyone else. Yeah. But I haven't read recent comics, so don't at me on that. Yeah,
0: very true. Um, so just just for reference on things that happen, uh, in comics that I can try to describe to you, because I think we can close out this topic pretty quickly. Of the comics are like, th- there's a yeah. lot to choose from. They have a lot of different disparate runs. Stuff happens, like in the New Fifty Two, where like Starfire's just kind of having sex with people and is just like disinterested in everything.
1: I call her Slutfire.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ um
1: because she just she sleeps with anything and she's very like they just ruined her So she she had so much new 52 starfire is garbage i'm sorry so i will never not bitch about this she looks great she is beautiful i love her design but her characterization is some hot garbage
0: yeah um cyborg gets shifted off mostly to the justice league um yeah raven and beast boy i think date in one iteration of the comics in the new teen titans uh-huh. she dates the new african-american kid flash for like a couple issues and then they just because they were done with that uh series they just said in like another flash issue like oh yeah raven broke up with new kid flash because comics. yeah so if you if you're looking for raven like, and
1: beast boy yeah. actually had a couple run like different in a few different runs they were together and it worked there's a lot of moments where it really worked. Like, in the TV show, it doesn't really work as well because they're so opposite. But they do have a lot of really good moments. And I think um, Raven could really help Beast Boy grow. But I think if we're going to focus on the cartoon, they need to um, just stay friends. I think yeah. it just works better. The chemistry. Just cause they're per- the, chemistry the chemistry is yeah the chemistry is totally there. Beast Boy just needs to grow up a bit. yeah where, where in the comics he is much more grown up, and I think him and Raven do complement each other very well when they are together because yeah. um Beast Boy is a lot more serious in some iterations. In some he's like younger, more goofy, yeah that, where they're trying to kind like comment on the cartoon a bit. Yeah. But I like them together. I think they're cute.
0: Yeah, I just, I, I'm warning people, if you want to get into the comics, it's not. Mm-hmm. You're not going to find a lot of consistency.
1: No, you're not going to get a lot of consistency. You're not going to get the cartoon. And best of all, you're not going to get the Titans TV series, which we will talk about someday. Yeah,
0: we'll, we'll get there in our time, probably like an hour. But, uh... yep. let's uh let's let's backtrack a little bit to say the storylines that you'll generally find in the comics uh before we move on to things that really are just repeats of the comics or just derivative works uh you see the same cycle as you see in the show you get you get trigon you get judas contract with tara and slade Mm -hmm. and jericho and that's pretty much it, that it's that in like variations of evil Superman or evil Superboy those are the most recurring things that you will see oh and Brother Blood Brother Blood yeah, in the comics get... is like a worshipper of Trigon but you yes. see that over and over and over again in iterations of Teen Titans where they just keep adapting it where it's like oh Brother Blood is back and he's trying to use Raven again oh Trigon's back and he's trying to use Raven again oh Slade's back and he's trying to get at him well Deathstroke is back and he's trying to like get him again
1: Tara's yeah, here and as that's, she's trying
0: to seduce Beast Boy, and then kills herself again. Like it just—it's—it happens. It's over just and over a again. cycle. Yeah, because everyone um, tries their hand at it.
1: Which I really think um, the comics would benefit from a new run of the Titans, where they're not bound by the original storylines. Yeah. And I want to see what I really want to see from the comics is something completely new. Like, yeah, you can touch upon the fact that Raven is like a child of Trigon. You can kind of bring that in. But I really want to see like a new villain. I want to see a new threat that we've never seen before. I want to see them kind of take a risk because that's something that we haven't seen in a while. And I really want to like I want to be totally engaged in this going, oh, shoot, I've never seen this before. This is not predictable to me. Because that's something that's kind of happened is predictability.
0: Yeah. I personally would like it if they would probably maintain the same team as the show, but yes. try new villains. Because, like, my thing is if you just have, like, one character from the Teen Titans, like, if it's just Raven or it's just Robin or something, it's another group, just call it something else. <laughs> like, you don't you don't have to stick the name Teen Titans on there because that way you, you have the freedom to make something new. Because, like, that's the problem. You can't keep you can't keep what is it uh reinventing the wheel over and over again every like five ten years like there's no need to the story's already kind of been told you can move on to something else but i have have a lot of that opinion about comics in general how many times does superman need to get killed by doomsday before it's just like yeah we agree we're not doing that anymore
1: yeah it's Uh, (laughs) a lot of repetition
0: um so moving on from that let's talk about uh what happened to teen titans after it got canceled so it got canceled and then i think that was in about 2005 i think trouble in tokyo came out in about 2005 2006 yeah uh, radio silence for about five six seven years i think the teen mm-hmm. titans go came out whenever i was like a freshman in college so that would have been about 2013
1: yeah, I think it was about 2013, and I remember you and I were super excited about it. We're like, oh, there's going to be a new Teen Titans series, heck yeah! Yeah, and
0: I remember watching the first episode <sighs> going, oh, oh yeah, there's a new Teen I Titans. I was like, no,
1: those are those are just chibi uh, promotional things. You're like, no, those are the... those." those are the designs they look
0: the show looks like a series of dvd extras on a teen titans
1: (laughs) it does Um, it really does uh
0: so the thing about the show is that um let's we're gonna talk a a very short amount about it because she really likes the movie hayden really likes the movie uh i haven't seen it. okay i don't
1: really like the movie i like it my boyfriend really likes the movie that's
0: that's fine (laughs)
1: he's seen it almost four times Holy and shit. wants to buy it owns the db owns the soundtrack
0: good fuck i God. like
1: the movie uh, i think it's really good and well done and funny
0: yeah um it's not trying to do the same thing as the cartoon it's trying to be a comedy uh that you can tell there are people who write on the show for certain episodes that really love the original series that like Really love uh, the comics. They bring in a lot of characters from the comics. They bring in, like, original voice actors from the original show to come and play the characters again. Fun fact, they did not bring back Ron Perlman for Slade in the movie. They got uh, the guy that does like... Will
1: Arnett. (laughs) Yeah. It's Will Arnett. And he's so good. He's so good. I will say, he works for the comedy. I don't think Ron Perlman would have carried over as well
0: for Slade
1: in the movie.
0: I would have probably been... I like honestly if they brought in Ron Perlman, I just would have been sad the entire time that this is what they got him to do.
1: (laughs) No, yeah, but Will Arnett does a great job, and he's very quotable. It's really funny. That's good. Um, I I really like the way it's pretty good. I'm gonna I'm gonna make you watch it sooner than the end of the season. I'm gonna I'm gonna make it happen, dude. Because it's funny. It's well done. I, I
0: I insist that we get through a few episodes of this beforehand, and that's like a special.
1: Give me five episodes. Fair enough.
0: Um so <laughs> Teen Titans go, uh a lot of episodes are just comedy. Uh all the characters are kind of sillier than they were before. The one episode that I remember was the biggest sticking point for me and Hayden was this episode entitled The Return of Slade. Now this was uh yeah. brought on because people have been complaining that the show was not serious enough and they were missing Slade so the episode's conceit is Robin comes in he's like Slade is back and then they're all like oh Slade's back so then they go and fight Slade they're like let's go fight Slade and then it goes like what is it two movies and three tv specials later or something and then they're like they come back they're all beat up and they're like well we beat Slade and then they throw Slade's mask and it explodes And then the rest of the episode Mm -hmm. is about them, let's see, Beast Boy and Cyborg want a circus clown to come and perform for them as a celebration. Uh, The circus clown disappoints them because it's not what they remember when they were children. And Raven says, children's entertainment should strictly be for children. You shouldn't try to make it too edgy or different. And that's sort of the moral of the episode, which is disgusting. It's an awful, like, it's basically saying, fuck the show. The show is for children. Uh, You can tell that this episode was probably written by the showrunner, uh, the showrunner who has stated that he did not watch the original Teen Titans from beginning to end. The showrunner of the original Teen Titans show, Glenn Murakami, I think is his name? I think so. Glenn Murakami did not come back to work on Teen Titans Go at all. So it was just basically this guy going, fuck you if you like the original show and complain about our show. Uh, Kids cartoons should not be serious in any capacity.
1: Yeah, and okay, I can kind of understand why he'd be frustrated with everybody kind of shitting on the show. Because it's like, I am putting so much into the show. Like, I'm writing a gosh damn show. I mean... And (laughs) I can understand the frustration, but I feel like it's really petty the way he handled it by kind of shitting on the original fans. There's an
0: interview with him where he says, Yeah, I walked into the office when they were working on Young Justice, which is something uh, we'll talk about here in a minute right after this. I walked into the office when they were working on Young Justice, and they had all these storyboards and all this crap up for how the story was gonna go, and he was like, that seems like so much work, I'm never gonna do that on a show.
1: <laughs> so it's like, yeah. this
0: guy's just a lazy asshole.
1: <laughs> He's just a lazy asshole. <laughs> so
0: that's where I'm like, oh, fuck it. Like, Teen that's where go. I kind of
1: draw the line, going, really, dude?
0: Yeah, um, it's not great. Uh, <laughs> so Teen Titans Go, we, we have some residual bad feelings toward it it's not for us though it's for little kids so what the fuck ever it's, it's
1: for little kids and my significant other yeah. <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> i love him i promise i just question his taste you're fine um <laughs>
0: so let's uh let's go on to young justice because okay. that's a that's a yeah. quick topic so in the um i want to say the late 2000s to the early 2010s after teen titans have been canceled they started floating this new series called the young justice which was based on i believe it's not terribly like the young justice run of the comics but it's derivative off of it where it is like the original uh formation of the teen titans where just all the sidekicks which in this case were robin
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh Speedy is considered, but he decides not to join. Uh, Aqualad, Kid Flash. Uh, they all decide to get together and form it, uh, along with Superboy, who they find in a lab, uh, along with yep. Miss Martian, who's Martian Manhunter's niece, or who he says is his niece.
1: Yeah, like uh, fake niece. Fake niece. <laughs> uh,
0: Artemis? I want to say your name is Artemis.
1: They bring in Artemis, and then... Nobody trusts her, yeah. and her and uh Kid Flash have like a thing, a thing. Like they have like this, like there's this animosity between them. Yeah, and then they end up banging. Yeah, so, in like you know, second season. That's so. uh yep.
0: Miss Martian is thirsty for Superboy, pretty mu- pretty much from the first day.
1: Oh yeah, like the thirst is real. The thirst is
0: very real and it feels very like uh I mean she's a girl on his part and then like in one episode they he saves her from Ice I think and then they just start passionately making out. Yep. Uh so let let, let me start off by saying this season or this show in my opinion is weaker than Teen Titans in the sense that it um it's much more focused on like teen drama and romance. Imagine cramming all of the Robin and Starfire episodes together. And then just shoving that into several different episodes of like one season, and it's like, holy yep. hell, this is a lot. Um The other issue that you have is all of the fuck all the fucking DC characters you can imagine are just here. Like, it's not one villain. It's, it's not like. It's literally Slade. just
1: like, oh, you like this character? Here you go. Is this See, I ap- like Young Justice. Look, I do like it, but it is very contrived.
0: It's not I like it, but it's not great. Uh, Dick Grayson is played by, oh, fuck, Jesse McCartney. Um,
1: Jesse McCartney.
0: I think he does a great job. He does a decent job. The issue is that he's very boring. I love him. He's very, very boring.
1: Yeah, the character's pretty boring. Like,
0: Dick Grayson here is just, hey, I'm excited to be here. And uh, Aqualad, who's played by Carrie Payton, the original uh, Cyborg, which uh, Aqualad here is black. Um, You actually see the Aqualad that is more similar to the one from Teen Titans here. And they mention that he decided not to be Aqualad in this continuity, so that's a neat nod. Uh, Carrie Payton's Aqualad, though, uh, talks to Robin. He's like, one day you will be the leader. Which they really don't give a reason why, other than just it's Teen Titans. It's very odd. Um, it's really... There's not really a reason given. It just, yeah, you'll be the leader someday. Robin's like, sure.
1: And then he's like, but... I don't want to.
0: Yeah, yeah, and he's like, eh, I don't want it, and then Doc like, but you will, and Robin's just kind of like, yeah, sure, I'm not, I'm really? gonna go fight this. All
1: right, I guess.
0: Uh, It's very, it's very whatever. It's um, very
1: weird. It's weirdly written.
0: It's very oddly written, but every fucking DC character, a great example that I can think of is that it's like, all right, this is an episode that has the Joker in it. You'd think that it would just be the Joker, right? The Joker fighting the Young Justice team? No, it's the Joker, no. plus fucking like Poison Ivy, plus like fucking three other villains. And it's like, you can't, just, there's so much fucking happening all the time. At the very least, the Teen Titans show did good to have it be one villain per episode so you can get familiar with them. This one, it's like, hey, do you remember these, like, eight characters from the fucking Batman rogues gallery? Here are all of them at once.
1: Yeah, my big thing with uh, Young Justice, like, a big thing I take issue with is that it's a whole lot of fan service, and they're like, oh, you like these characters? take all of them at once. We're not going to give you this well-written, bite-sized series where you can like have a little bit at a time and it gets you into the show, gets you into the rhythm of it. It's just, they couldn't decide what to write, when to write it, and it's just everything all at once. The Young Justice comics, from what I've read? Heck, yeah, those are great. They're well-written. Um, they're fun. They're really light-hearted. Yeah. The series tried to be, like, edge like you could cut yourself on it it's very teen edge and just everything all at once and i'll be honest i was it does kind of bug me i like the series it's an easy watch just because you can throw it on go yeah i can keep up with this kind of the first season and then the first i was about to say i'm like and then season two happens and you're going what
0: okay so, so, so let's uh let's let's unpack this part here um So, all these characters are thrown at you, like, at pretty much the same time. Uh, The end of the season, it's, like, yeah, it's Lex Luthor plus the brain plus, I think, like, four other villains all have these plans to mind control the Justice League. In this time, Miss Martian and Superboy are dating. Uh, Kid Flash has, like, wanted to bang Miss Martian for, like, most of the show. And even after they start dating, they don't bother telling him for, like, five episodes. And then he's like, ah, nuts. And then it just kind of, it keeps going a little bit after that, I think. It's very odd um
1: Yeah, and everyone's really uncomfortable. They're like, "Is no one gonna tell them?" They're like, "No."
0: Nah, no, nah, really nah. really. yeah, it's very—it's weird. It's not great. They don't have a lot of great chemistry as a team. um
1: No, they don't. They—they are feel like solo players forced to team up.
0: Yeah, it's Superboy especially feels like so neutral in every single character he interacts with outside of Superman that it's mind-boggling. Um, so you get to the end of the season. Uh, I believe it ends with Robin kissing that one magician girls or magician Zatara. Zatara. Uh, he kisses her. Uh, Superboy kisses Miss Martian. Cut to season two. It is like a five or fucking seven year time skip or whatever. Fucking like yeah. six new people have joined the team. Robin is Nightwing now. Uh, the magician girl doesn't talk to him. Uh, fucking Miss Martian and Superboy have broken up. Uh, Miss Martian is now dating a fish guy that you don't know.
1: I Awkward found out recently, gone. I found out recently that apparently there's like some shorts or something that you need to watch in order to understand the time skip. What the fuck? I just found this out. That's and fucking... I have not watched them. It's <laughs> so stupid. It's so stupid, dude. Apparently there's some shorts or like something that you need to see or watch or read I, I there was like in order to or understand or it or no i remember what it was it was like an online game or something oh that you god. needed to understand the time schedule like what oh my
0: god that's so dumb it's so it's, bad
1: like oh like it's batgirl so and wonder girl
0: are just there Excuse They're me. They're just there. At the of the second season, and you're just like, uh, oh, I don't know who this is. It's just, it feels like it's shaking you, going, buy DC Comics, Buy DC Comics, don't you fucking read the comics yet?"
1: And it's like, no. That's how it feels. That's so just, how it feels. I just want to
0: watch a show. Um, I just
1: want to watch this and understand what I'm seeing. Yeah,
0: it's not. It's it's very it's very dense. There's too much shit going on. The only like. The one thing that's, like, it just it relies so heavily on it. There's one part uh, that I remember that's, like, I only know this vaguely. Like, vaguely from, like, vague knowledge of the comics. And I've at least read about the comics a fair amount. There's a part where they're, like, you got to consider some Justice League candidates. And you see one of them is Guy Gardner. He's a good Green Lantern. And you see Jon mm-hmm. Stewart and Hal Jordan, both of whom, if you're just watching the show, you wouldn't have any fucking clue who they are because they barely talk about them. They both go, no! And it's, like, oh... If I don't know that this guy's kind of an asshole, this is just a weird scene. This means nothing to me.
1: Exactly. I'm like, w- but
0: w- why, though? Also, Batman in it is like the nicest Batman ever. He's like, hey, Dick, how's it going? He like plays basketball with him. It's very odd. Supportive dad Bruce Wayne is so weird. It's like it's like how Dragon Ball Super leans into like, yeah, Goku's a bad dad and Piccolo's a dad, right? Where it feels like fan fiction. Like it's official yeah. fan fiction
1: that that's really what it is
0: um it's uh, it's weird but uh that's young justice i think that it's a decent show if you watch the first season but it's definitely not It's not as, like, newbie-friendly as Teen Titans seasons 1 No,
1: it's not. It does not really welcome you into it unless you've read the comics at least a little bit. Yeah. And you have knowledge of these characters. If you have no knowledge going in, it's not going to really do much for you. Even if
0: you have knowledge of, like, the Teen Titans or Young Justice comics, you won't understand a lot of what's going on. Because they bring in a lot of crap from, like, the Batman comics. Like, Doctor Fate has, like, a whole thing. yeah i had
1: no idea who the heck that was
0: yeah like clary and the witch boy like four other magical villains are all doing shit at the same time at one point and it's like i can't focus on one villain at any given time because it's not it's not that at all the only thing that i think is better in this show than in teen titans is the brain because when the brain shows up in this show they just beat him immediately which makes sense it's dumb in the original season five of teen titans that he's you know a threat yeah uh, and it's like a different yeah.
1: gorilla, so I don't even know if like Mala. I think it's was... Mala.
0: I, I I think it was yeah.
1: Mala. No, no, it wasn't Mala in um, Young Justice, though. Some other gorilla. I who swear I don't to God, who it who was Mala because
0: he. No. The, the only difference was he was wearing a hat. Unless it was Grodd. Unless it was Gorilla Grodd. I don't. I
1: think it was Gorilla Grodd, but I don't know.
0: My God, this is the problem with Young Justice. We can't fucking remember because there's every villain from fucking DC in there.
1: Yeah, they just kind of throw everything and you're like sure. It's like suddenly I guess. there's Brainiac.
0: It's like, "Oh, okay, I know who that is." It's
1: like, "I sure know who that is because I 100% read the comics."
0: Oh yeah, I know the difference between green martians and white martians, Miss Martian. That's that's definitely something I'm worried about. Also, Beast Boy just kind of shows up
1: just yeah. there for like an episode. Like I I liked how they introduced Beast Boy. Like he, I kind of liked that. He's just
0: traveling with how his they mom. show
1: yeah, I like how they show how he becomes green. I thought that was interesting. That's
0: it's kind of neat. It's it's just there's a lot of stuff. Raven is not even in this one uh at all. Cyborg is not in this one. I don't remember. I I'm pretty sure he's not in this. Uh yeah, Starfire definitely isn't in it. Uh, yeah, it's I, yeah.
1: It's sure something. Um, I feel like we can probably move on because we're like at an hour and 40. Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm just getting... Uh, yeah, I'm just getting fucking angry at you and Justin.
1: <laughs> now, now we're just getting mad, so... Uh,
0: let's, let's let's get mad about the, the, the thing that everybody's here for, which is Titans. Uh, let's just talk about the trailers and like initial thoughts before we got into watching the first episode, which, spoiler, we already have, but uh, let's talk about our first impressions when we saw it. Yeah. You hate okay. the uh, poster. You hate the poster.
1: I friggin' hate the poster. I think it looks like a fan film poster or a fan made poster the photoshop is really janky on it the effects are something i could do in photoshop and that's not saying much because i'm like okay at photoshop it's something i'd have to look up it looks you know what it looks like yeah i'm gonna get mad here for a second it looks like um you know those tutorials um, on like YouTube for Photoshop, where it's like, learn how to make a smoke effect. Learn how oh, to yeah. make like the Teen Titans effects or whatever. Yeah. That's what it looks like to me. It looks yeah, like someone that. took a bunch of cause bad cosplayers, put them onto like a Photoshop file, and then decided to put a bunch of random effects on it on a white background. It's so uninteresting, it's boring, and it looks awful and cheap.
0: I think that uh Robin, the only one that I think looks bad is uh, Beast Boy, mainly cuz yeah. face is and green. Like if they if they were it just sure cosplaying, isn't. like I'd be like these are all fine. Like except for Beast Boy I'd uh-huh. be like you you got lazy.
1: Yeah, they all just look like cosplays, honestly.
0: I mean, like, Robin isn't bad. Like, if you had... Like, if you showed me just... Like, if you had just shown me, like, live-action Robin, I'd have been like, yeah, yeah, that's good. It's fine. Yeah,
1: no, Robin doesn't look bad. And I'm not saying bad anything bad against cosplay. I do cosplay. And I have a lot of friends who are amazing cosplayers who look, like, show accurate.
0: Yeah, um... Starfire looks fine for the role. The only problem is, well, the red hair looks a little weird. The uh, the fur coat is very odd as a choice.
1: It's very, it look makes her look like she's like a hooker.
0: Yeah, which I mean, again, if they're doing New Fifty Two Starfire, I mean, that's that's comics accurate. Yeah. I guess.
1: If they're if they're doing Slut Fire, then fine. It's but fine. the way they're characterizing her, I don't like. Like the it's, actress it's, is hold great. On, hold on.
0: Hold on. Gotta, we gotta wait for the episode we got we're just doing impressions
1: all right fine i'm
0: i'm I'm, ho- I'm holding you back i'm holding you back like you're gonna go into the ring and start beating up the episode <laughs> <laughs> um we, got, we gotta go, wait, wait for the announcement. coming in
1: with a metal chair coming in from downtown. Match. let's go uh, all right uh,
0: starfire uh people that are angry that she's black can suck dick in hell
1: because uh, her the character, problem. I want to say um, her character in the comics is uh, orange, it's orange, so I don't think it really matters if she yeah. is of color, because she already is.
0: Yeah, uh, that's not the problem. She looks a little old. She looks to be like 30. I mean, like that's why it's Titans, baby. It's not Teen Titans. So. Yeah,
1: so, they're not uh, in their teens except for Raven and Beast Boy, which is fine. Uh, <laughs> I
0: I have trouble with that on a conceptual level, because I don't know how good the synergy will work, uh, but uh, yeah... Yeah, it's it's whatever. Beast Boy, they should have just fucking painted him green. Yeah. Again, the infamous trailer that we all know is uh, a <laughs> fuck Batman. Yep. And that it's um
1: sure trailer. It's a,
0: I'm spoiling the first episode, but it doesn't make sense in context. It's a terrible. It doesn't way to make
1: think. sense at it, all.
0: It uh it doesn't fit because we one well, we don't know which Batman this is. And by the way, I found out they're casting for Batman in the show, so it's not even, like, DC movie Batman.
1: What? Sure?
0: It's not Ben Affleck, it's not... Well, yeah, it would be
1: weird if it was Ben Affleck, because I'm pretty sure his contract is up, anyway.
0: Well, yeah, but it's like, who the fuck, we don't even know what Batman is here, so it's like, well, we don't even... The problem with this is the conceit that, one, you understand the relationship between Batman and Robin, which you can't if you've watched a Batman movie from the past 20 years, because he hasn't been in any of (gasps) them. Like, he's not in Suicide Squad. He's not in Justice League. He's not in Batman vs. Superman. He's not in any of the Nolan movies. You need to, like, remember back to, like, the shitty, I think, George Clooney movie. Do you remember the yeah. last time that Robin was actually in a movie? I mean, there was that cop named Robin in uh, Dark Knight Rises. Mm-hmm. But that's it. Like, we don't have any establishment for that relationship. So it's like, I don't... I don't even fucking know why Robin says fuck Batman. Like, I don't... I don't get it. And it's... If we're just going off of, like, new Batman, like, Ben Affleck Batman, which you would assume, because that was when that trailer was cut, if if it's that Robin's more violent than Batman, that's not true, because, like, Ben Affleck just kills people. Like, he kills a lot of people, so it's like... He
1: does. I
0: I didn't agree that he didn't drop a nuke on Gotham. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's... (sighs) Bruce Wayne should be firebombing the streets
1: that's basically like robin's edge when he when he is robin when he's like just dick grayson i'm sorry i'm getting into the show a little bit when he's just dick grayson he's like less edgy but as soon as he puts on that costume he is like edge lord you can cut yourself on my edge he
0: he makes cartoon robin seem very calm and reasonable he really does Uh, and quite frankly that's weird weird i miss i miss cyborg so much
1: god i do too like i
0: get that they're using him for the justice league which by the way uh oh fuck you know what we skipped
1: what did we skip we skipped
0: the teen titans movies
1: that's okay let's
0: we'll we'll end on that note actually we'll talk about that it's like
1: end on that note let's end on like a higher note
0: (laughs) i don't i don't think that's a higher note
1: it sure is because you know what? I hate this show.
0: <laughs> I, I hate the show too. But the movies the movies make me a little bit angry. Um, they
1: make me a little angry. Whereas Titans, I'm just confused and furious.
0: I guess to be fair, the movies aren't ongoing. They they pretty much crashed and burned, I think.
1: And that's okay.
0: I, I think that's okay. They're where so, they belong. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Titans, yeah, uh, It's it feels incomplete just looking at it. I don't know where they're going to go with it. They clearly are going for the Trigon angle by the trailer because Raven needs help. Uh, Raven, who is, incidentally, Rachel.
1: Well, which is her real name. That is her real name.
0: On Earth. In the comics.
1: On Earth, right? Yes. So I'm like, okay, I will give them that because Rachel is like her Earth name and it's her name in like the new Raven comics, which I mentioned earlier. Um, So I'm like, yeah, okay, I will give them that.
0: Yeah. And that's that's fine. And she it's... also
1: doesn't know like who she is. Yeah. so I feel like Raven's story is the one that plays the best. and that's not even just because Raven's like my favorite character in Teen Titans or whatever. I think her story is the most like cohesive.
0: I would agree if only because no one else really has a story in the comics. Mm-hmm. uh they just have whatever's tossed at them that week. like the only one that I can think of and I don't even know if she's in the comics is Blackfire is the only like star yeah Blackfire center. is there. Alright, yeah, then, like, that's that's it, pretty much. Everybody else, it's like, Robin doesn't have really a relationship with Deathstroke in the comics, I think. I don't think he really... I don't think Deathstroke really gives a good goddamn about Robin, specifically.
1: Um, like, he knows of him, but not to the extent that they have in the yeah, cartoon. Yeah, in, in the
0: cartoon. Uh, Cyborg, similarly, obviously wouldn't have anything with Brother Blood, because Brother Blood is a Trigon worshiper. He couldn't give a shit about electronics in the comics. So, it, it really, there's not... There's not that much of a story for the other characters, other than Raven. Raven is the only one that like has most of the fucking stories based around her. Yeah, Beast Boy has the Doom Patrol. Who gives a good fuck about the Nobody
1: Doom Patrol? Nobody cares.
0: I we are an anti-Doom Patrol podcast. That's that is the hardline stance it's for this just, episode.
1: It's just so boring. Yeah, they're
0: so boring. Um, and not the new one, but like the old Mento, Negative Man, whatever the Mount Lady anyway Melt lady. yeah so that that That's i think closes out our first opinions on titans let's talk real quick closing this out about the teen titans made for dvd movies yeah uh the first but basically one, to
1: wrap up the last section because we really didn't our first impressions before we even watched the show was god no, this is gonna be terrible this is
0: gonna suck this is what inspired us to make this podcast
1: yeah and we're like, oh, let's do a podcast on it. Watch the episode. Yeah, maybe we don't have a podcast by we some got things, in the and then it. Oh boy, do we ever have a podcast? We have a podcast.
0: Um, the fuck, Batman! I think totally just like dug the grave right there. Whenever we first saw, like trailers, like that moment was the one where we went, we got to talk about this. Yeah. So the made-for-DVD movies are not Teen Titans movies, actually. Oh ho, no, no, good sir. You see. You would think, because they're the only ones named Team Titans, and there's not, like, you know, a little number on the side or on the back or in the title or anything, that you could just watch them, like, you know, they're the beginning of a story. Yeah. You're wrong.
1: You're, You're terribly, terribly wrong. are wrong.
0: They're not the first in the series. They are actually, I think, the fourth and fifth in a series of movies based around the Son of Batman storyline from the comics, which is about uh, Bruce Wayne either getting cloned or, like, accidentally having sex with Ra's al Ghul's daughter
1: he had sex birth. with her
0: all right yeah then she gives birth to damian wayne who who should probably be named damian ghoul because i don't think legally he's bruce's son uh because I, they're not married but damian ghoul i guess doesn't sell as well or damian owl ghoul uh yeah damian being demon by the way it's not subtle uh damian gets raised to be an assassin shows up <laughs> batman's like oh I'll take you in and then i think they kill razo ghoul
1: yeah uh, and i think um, he like falls into the something falls into a
0: volcano who gives a shit um
1: uh, probably <laughs> so yeah <laughs> uh,
0: so by the way as far as i know that didn't have the justice league in it that storyline
1: no it didn't
0: uh very suddenly in the first teen titans movie which is called teen titans versus justice league uh batman is there in the justice league and damien's like i'm gonna help and batman's like no you're not and then Damien does something and then it kind of fucks up what they were trying to do so Batman's like you need discipline and Damien's like yeah and then he sends him off to the Teen Titans.
1: Yeah because basically I understood the movies a little better than you did I think because I had seen the ever wonderful Damien Wayne Son of Batman movie yeah and it wasn't great but it gave me the context for the movies because if you hadn't seen it you'd be going oh and you weren't familiar with the comics, and you're like, oh, a new Teen Titans movie? Like, that's how they promoted it was a new Teen Titans movie.
0: Which was wrong. They shouldn't have done that. Which was wrong.
1: They shouldn't have done that. They should have promoted it as a continuation of the Damian Wayne, like, franchise that they were starting up. Yeah, which, yeah. Again, not great. But I wouldn't have understood, if I hadn't read the comics or if I hadn't seen the other movies, um, why Damian was there and not... Like Tim Drake or Dick Grayson, I'm like, okay, where are the other Robins? Like, okay, what happened in between this timeline? And also, Raven and Damien have like this weird Chemistry. romantic relationship almost. Well, yeah. Uh,
0: let, let's let's back up. It's worth noting that uh, the drive over to the Titans Tower is done by Dick Grayson as Nightwing, just going, ah, oh, you'll you'll enjoy it, sport, and. <laughs> Damien's like uh fuck off yeah uh,
1: basically I god mean, he's so boring fair, Dick is so fair, boring oh he's so boring but even in even in the comics Dick Grayson and Damien have like this weird relationship
0: that's fair I mean like the inter-Robin relationship is kind of fascinating to me except I don't really
1: care the inter-Robin relationship that I care about is um Dick Grayson and Tim Drake yeah those two are great, like I love those two together. I love their uh chemistry, I love their relationship. It's really awesome, but Damien is such a little shit Damian, and I know some people like him, but Damian i Damien is an o c he so is
0: Damien is very much an o c um the thing that's worth noting here, I would argue is that um damien is the star of the movie in a way that makes you disarmed because you came in expecting it to be a teen Titans movie it's another damien wayne movie and i think as you said that's bad advertising and it should have just been called the damien wayne saga part four the teen titans yeah uh the justice league suddenly being part is also out of nowhere if the other movies didn't have it so it's again relying on you knowing the comics um so let's let's talk about actually when Damian Wayne shows up to the Teen Titans Tower and who's there. So Starfire is the leader of the Teen Titans now, mm-hmm. which is something that happens which is later. Weird. She's older. She doesn't have Hinden Walsh's uh, voice quirk. She's played very straightforward by Kari Walgren. Mm-hmm. And there is Blue Beetle, who is arguably like the most original part.
1: Yeah, Blue Beetle does come in um in the comics to like kind of replace cyborg yeah i like, kind of fill that void and i love blue beetle i do really I, like that character i think
0: that he's probably like the most natural there because mm-hmm. they're not trying to like copy something else yeah uh, raven's there and she's played by some tv actress who is really flat on a lot um, yeah, you could right. tell
1: you could tell that a lot of these people did not have a lot of experience voice acting, but they were mostly TV actors. Yeah. And that does not translate well because yeah. they're two different animals.
0: Damien also sounds like he's like maybe twelve years old.
1: Yeah, which makes it very weird later on.
0: Yeah. Also there's Beast Boy in uh, Justice League versus Teen Titans. He barely does anything. So Damien's there, he tries to take charge of the tower blue beetle mm-hmm. blasts his face off during training raven heals him uh damien then goes off to talk to raven because raven's off by herself and he's like oh i'm dark and she's like i'm dark and leave me the fuck alone and damien's like i kind of get you and then raven's like uh
1: yeah i hardly <laughs> remember these movies so you're taking you, the
0: you were getting pretty salty i remember especially a judas contract <laughs>
1: I just remember being enraged the entire time. I was
0: about to say, like, you know, you... I think you're forgetting how angry you got at these moments.
1: (laughs) No! Oh, okay, my dude. I don't remember how angry I got. I have just suppressed that.
0: (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) Uh, So, Teen Titans versus Justice League. So, Trigon starts possessing everybody like he possesses Superman. And that leads to, like, the rest of the Justice League getting possessed. Except for Batman, who hilariously starts to get possessed up it's like, and he's like I've been compromised and he like stabs himself in the side and just knocks himself out. I yep. cannot stop myself from laughing because it is not handled particularly well at it all. It is
1: it is not handled like it's supposed to be this really dark serious moment. It's not dramatic remember- at all. I remember us just laughing. <laughs> Look at with he, how the guy,
0: whoever the fuck stupid. plays and delivers the line, like he's like, "I've been compromised," and then he just stabs himself, and that's like, like and it's not. And
1: was like, "What just happened?" <laughs> yeah.
0: Also, 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 one of the saddest scenes in the movie that just makes you go, "God, why are you there?" Um, Cyborg is working at the Justice League Watchtower. Batman's trying to find something. Cyborg's like, "You want some pizza?" Batman just grunts at him. And then Cyborg's like, oh, I can find that for you. And he looks up whatever Batman's trying to find. He finds it. And he's like, pretty good, right? And Batman just more or less grunts at him again. And he just starts eating the pizza by himself. I'm like, "You, Cyborg belongs on a team. The Justice League isn't a team. They've never been a team.
1: They're just a bunch of angsty adults.
0: They're just like, they're guys who, they're, they're, they're punch clock fucking heroes. They show up to work and they work and that's it. The only people that Cyborg could probably talk to is like Flash. And Flash yeah. is probably like, yeah, I'm not hanging out here that often. It's shitty. It's shitty that he's on the Justice League. And I, I'm going to go on the record and say I think the Justice League is a way lamer team than the Teen Titans.
1: No, I do too. I think they are so uninteresting. Like, I've, I just, I've,
0: yeah. yeah. I've never
1: felt the need to get invested in the Justice League. I tried and watching. I've tried. God, I have tried the comics. I have tried the shows. I have tried. But I get bored in, like, ten minutes. And I'm like, I'm ADD as hell. But if I'm into something, I'll get into it. And this is boring.
0: <laughs> I think there's scattered good episodes in, like, a long sea of not great episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, But uh, good. Justice League is all possessed. Everybody's all nervous. They're like, oh, man, we're fucked. Uh, and Damien's like, all right. <sighs> and raven uh volunteers well i forget when i forget the chronology of it exactly when batman gets knocked out that's before they go to the festival and raven gets attacked by what is essentially her brothers
1: yeah
0: uh like the full which is brothers. i will
1: say it's cool that they kind of brought in her brothers because we've never seen that before yeah, in,
0: the, in the from the comics uh they fight her brothers and then they're like oh, you gotta come back with us and then she tells them about her uh mom being raped by trigon which here is depicted as like she's about to have sex with a normal guy and then the guy gets like a demon face and then she's like ooh no and it's, it's also a pretty comical moment. It's odd. It's
1: pretty funny. Like,
0: they make him, like, this, like, Trigon in the show is, like, a foreboding figure, and he has, like, a deep-ass voice here. Trigon just kind of sounds like this guy. Like, he sounds like he's talking like this the whole time, and that's about as deep as he goes. So it's just, it's, it's silly. It's not
1: intimidating. It's, it's very just silly. silly. The whole, like, both movies just feel silly to me.
0: They're, they're very silly. They um, don't
1: need to be there. Yeah. <laughs>
0: raven by the way about 45 minutes in is like you guys are the best friends i've ever had after like seeing her barely interact with anybody so it just falls flat uh she gets captured um Mm -hmm. they're like what are we gonna do so damian wayne breaks out some kryptonite that i think bruce had like in a fucking purse or whatever then he shows up stabs superman superman's like all right i'm back to normal I can do this. I'll be fine. Superman then personally beats the shit out of the rest of the Justice League while they yep. deal with Dragon. Yeah. Like, he just he just breaks Flash's <laughs> leg. He just fucking breaks his leg right there. It's like, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Don't worry about it. And then he, and he starts fighting Wonder Woman, which, by the way, for no reason whatsoever, Superman is dating Wonder Woman here uh It's just
1: happening. I mean, it happens. It's that's it's
0: like, oh yeah, that's probably something like New Fifty Two or some shit, whatever. And then it I just, don't
1: remember what uh, comic it's from. I never read the Justice League. I never cared.
0: No, who gives a god? Fuck um. So they go in. Uh, they go into hell or wherever Trigon is, and then they they're like, all right, we're gonna seal him away. And then uh Beast Boy turns into all these monster things. Cyborg is there helping them, which is kind of nice. It's like a callback to him. Being part of the team, um, and then they're in hell and they're about to steal away Trigon, and then who shows up but Raza Ghul, the character that you need to watch the other movies to understand why he's there. And I yes, knew—I remember
1: he- when we were watching it, you're like, "Wait, what happened?" I'm like, "All right, let me pause, let me explain the whole Damian Wayne movie." I, I know. Now I, we can go.
0: Even again. though I knew like Ra's al Ghul was like his grandpa, I'm like, "What the fuck? He hasn't even been in this movie. This is a terrible place to put this."
1: No, they just were like. Hey, you remember Young Justice? Let's do what they did and just throw yes, everything at you. But that was heaven. more Judas contract where they're just like, "Hey," so all of these plot points. Here
0: you go. There you go. Um. So they they seal away Trigon. Trigon gets sealed away in the little gem on Raven's forehead. They're celebrating at the end. A heartbreaking moment. Uh, they go. Or Beast Boy, I think, looks at Cyborg. And is like, "You should join the Teen Titans again." And Cyborg's like, "You know, wants to join the big leagues." you know the rest it's like fuck you this fucking justice league is
1: so boring uh
0: and then and then it just ends there um i think it ends with them maybe introducing tara i think i think that's something that they do
1: i don't remember i don't remember
0: either so next movie uh the next movie they have tara is already part of the team well they start off with uh you see robin hanging out with like young robin young dick grayson hanging out with bumblebee with kid flash with uh speedy in -hmm. like a car and then starfire crashes and they kiss like in the origins episode of teen titans yep and then she's like oh i speak english now and then it cuts to them pretty much boning yeah not like boning boning but like domestic life and then they're on a mission and they're just flirting the whole time and it's so boring and their relationship is boring
1: the relationship is so weird it consists of starfire are we talking about judah's contract now
0: yeah we're talking about jesus all contract. right cool now.
1: i'm just making sure i'm keeping up because i kind of zoned out for like two seconds just because I <laughs> this, hate these, these movies,
0: movies these movies suck um these go movies
1: on. numb my brain but anyway i like how uh dick and starfire's relationship is literally starfire at random moments going wow you're hold- you're really holding back there you know robin's much more aggressive in the bedroom and blah 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 i'm like are you what <laughs>
0: yeah it's uh it's, it's her... just
1: horny starfire yeah it's just starfire movie. being horny
0: and then dick grayson being like yeah i'll have sex with you later and that's and it. he's like and now he's now's like...
1: not the time
0: he's giving like a small thumbs up all the time like he, yeah. he's not he do- he's not going against it too much and the others are just like can you please stop and they're like oh, i mean it's harmless it's very boring it's like it's, it's like hearing your parents a... flirt
1: yeah which is never not weird
0: it's never not weird and in addition it's like you don't care about these characters you're given no reason to care about dick grayson here
1: no i couldn't care less and usually um, i'm like yeah i like dick grayson he's one of my favorite characters but i don't care here. It's, it's
0: why it's why i can't 100 percent say that i love dick grayson as a character because i'm like the only thing i like him in really is teen titans um so that happens they beat i think they're doing something with the hive and they beat somebody something brother blood gets away then you see that brother blood brought back deathstroke from the dead because i guess he had been killed i think i think yeah that's what happened um i don't know deathstroke comes back and then you see tara's working for him tara's being an asshole to like pretty much everybody like she's just she's not like the show she's just like an abrasive dick to everybody yep and damien's like ah i get you but you're also kind of an asshole and then he like follows her to where she's going to talk to deathstroke and then deathstroke traps damien and then tara starts having a thing with beast boy
1: yeah just
0: like in the show and beast boy is talking about the real kevin smith podcast like the real life in real life kevin smith has a podcast And he starts talking about how much he loves the Kevin Smith podcast. Now he wants to be on the Kevin Smith podcast. It's
1: so weird. It's so
0: weird. And then, like, fucking, like, these are the things that are happening. Raven basically doesn't do anything in the whole movie.
1: No, they're Uh, like, you had your chance last time, kiddo. This is about every other storyline ever.
0: Yeah, Blue Beetle's working at, like, a fucking charity, like, Mm -hmm. homeless shelter. And he's like, oh, Tara, it's good to be nice. And that's that's his part in the story. So then Tara's like... So then Tara is also implied to be having sex with Deathstroke, who you see here is an old-ass man with, like, a gray beard. And she's like, come on, have sex with me. And, like, this, like... She looks younger than she does in Teen Titans, the cartoon, by the way. She looks like she's, like, 13.
1: Yeah, and then whenever she's, like, trying to be sexy... She's, like, she wearing, She, like, like, puts lingerie. on this, like... Well, it's not just the lingerie. I can give her the lingerie because she's trying to be sexy. But her makeup is fucking hilarious. Oh,
0: yeah, it's awful. Also, when she turns evil, uh, she gets, like, a side cut and she wears, like, black mascara. Yep. It's it's she really, has, like, like, my his, God.
1: It's uh, very, like, in your face. It's like, if you don't understand she's evil, look at her face. She's got, like, this dark makeup and, like, this side shave, like, Gwen Stacy and Into the Spider-Verse, which is fucking great, by the way. Yeah. Everyone I, needs to go watch that really, movie. Really it's That's, so good. It's better but anyways.
0: Than a lot of the things we're talking about. Um, yep. So she subdues all the titans and you don't get to see any of these fights if you like the cool fights from the original show they're not here you even get to see like the mud factory i think that she fought raven in from the original show there except you just see that raven's already been beaten you don't yep. even get to see them fight which is super lame because presumably that's what you're here for uh not because it's hot to make a callback to <laughs> your brother's comment but just oh, because, your like, because like that's something you would want to watch animated in a movie is the fight between tara and raven um <laughs> that yep. gets skipped and then you see like uh fucking Deathstroke captures everybody else except uh dick grayson like in the original comic side note brother blood in the background has like killed jericho or like absorbed his soul and no one says anything about it and you yeah. only know it's jericho based on his design and it's it just kind of happens in the background no one says anything about it it just and you don't happens. care
1: you don't uh, care
0: Deathstroke doesn't say anything no one mentions it it just happens brother blood by the way not uh john dimaggio like in the teen titan show he's just some guy who's reading like i am an evil priest and i will try to become immortal and that's like all that he's doing this whole movie it's super boring and deathstroke sounds kind of i guess okay but he's still like well i'm going to go out and fulfill my contract and that's like all that he really gives a fuck about and then there's the one line there's exactly one line because he shoots dick Grayson. dick Grayson gets away uh and then comes back to like save all the other teen titans he gives up uh, he's like with Tara and they're like alright we fulfilled the contract we captured all the Teen Titans it's fine uh, and then he's like oh I'll give up Tara too because I could use some extra money and she's like "Uh, she's uncontrollable and then she's yeah. like dude what the fuck I'm gonna kill you and then he's like oh I'm just gonna let it go and then he's like when you're all dead I'm making waffles and it's the only line he delivers Wait. in the entire movie like that
1: what don't
0: Yeah, don't remember you remember this, this? at all yeah. no! when, you're, when you're all dead Listen, I, I've had a terrible time trying to capture you. <laughs> Frankly, when you're all dead, I'm making waffles. Like that's—it's such a weird line. Do you remember now? No. Yeah, no he just—it's the only line that Deathstroke has like that in the whole movie. It's, it's what is so, the Shrek
1: reference doing in my movie?
0: <laughs> it's so weird.
1: God, it's so fucking weird. That movie and, like, is so obscure on it, so many levels.
0: Um. Uh, it's it's dumb so dick raisin shows up saves everybody fucking gets everybody out tara's like i'm fucking mad i think raven kills brother blood
1: probably that's something that happens probably uh
0: tara (laughs) starts bringing down the house like before kills deathstroke and then beast boy's like tara come on and then tara kills herself um
1: yeah, basically. And that's,
0: that's it. And uh, unlike the show, where it's like Beast Boy leaving a flower at Tara's memorial, he is talking about Tara on Kevin Smith's podcast.
1: I've, I've blocked this movie out because I don't it's remember t- that at it's all. It's the real Kevin
0: Smith. It's the real Kevin Smith playing an animated Kevin Smith talking to Beast Boy on his podcast about Tara dying it's die. bad
1: <laughs> no you don't fucking say it's
0: uh it's not good um a good reason for us ending here outside of just me forgetting that it existed and just skipping to the titans trailer is the fact that this is the attempt to make a more serious version of the teen titan show this is the first attempt it didn't go well it's not great you tried to bring in a new robin who was too different from the original the team was not cohesive blue beetle while being kind of like cyborg doesn't bring the team together as much as cyborg this interpretation of starfire just leads to her being kind of boring and responsible because she's an adult and it makes it feel like like young justice there's a bunch of adults in the justice league that can come and clean it up in case you fuck up Yeah. like it just it makes it feel like it's a bunch of kids As opposed to, like, a team of young adults who are figuring things out. There's no room for emotional growth for Starfire. Dick Grayson is there and there's no room for emotional growth for him. Blue Beetle is just kind of adjusting to his life. Raven is just kind of hanging out. Beast Boy just wants to be on a podcast. And also, one of the weirdest things in the movies that I uh, forgot about is that Beast Boy talks in animal form.
1: Yeah, I did find that really weird. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. It's
0: very jarring uh it's very jarring but overall it just it the movies don't work especially because of damien and it feels so reliant on that and again like young justice you have to know so much outside material and uh in that spirit i guess they made titans where it's like yeah let's try that again with this dick racing again this time but like he's edgy kind of like damien ish to that degree or like jason or whatever uh raven's a kid and then starfire is like newt 52 where she's ready for sexy time and killing people and uh beast boy i don't fucking know i i have no idea other than the fact that well we can't make him green he can't go out in public if he's green despite the fact that this is a world where they've established that people know who batman is somehow they can't take people being green
1: yeah because it's a bad movie Um, (laughs) i'm talking about the show now Oh, the show! Oh, yeah, 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 the show. Sorry, I was like, meh.
0: no. Beast Boy is at the very, at the bare minimum in the Teen Titans DVD movies. Beast Boy is green.
1: Yep, but yeah, um, the Teen Titan, like the Titans show, is. I I'm giving Beast Boy the benefit of the doubt in the he show might be good. because he might be good. Because I think the actor, I think he's cute. Like, I know that's kind yeah. of a weird thing to go off of, but I'm like, he might be good. Because I think Beast Boy and Raven are already two of my favorite characters from the comics. So I think they might be interesting yeah. in the show. I will give them that. Um, I already I'm very don't confused. like Robin. Oh, I already don't like Robin. I already don't like anybody. But I'm interested to see what they do with Beast Boy. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I get you. I, I think they could go in a better direction with Robin. It's just the... F- um let's not let, let's not spoil the first episode but i think that based on trailers if they lean robin into being more human and like they give him more like moments where he's talking to uh the other teen titans or like the other titans i guess and not just like cops that don't matter then i think yeah like good. his
1: random uh assistant who you know he's gonna bone he's by the totally gonna bone his partner oh yeah
0: you as the viewer don't care about her, so it's. Shitty. I'm like
1: she could die, and I would not blink an eye. Like I yeah. don't care.
0: I don't care. Um, because you're not here for that. Uh, final thoughts before we close out this episode, and probably actually um, wait to record the next one because this has been over two hours. Over
1: two hours. Like we have stuff that we can that we need to cut out anyway. Yeah. But um, closing thoughts. I think uh, go back. And watch the original series, the original yeah, go, cartoon. Go watch the cartoon. If you the want a new it's, it's experience, if you want a different experience with Titans that's kind of, that does have edge to it, but is still fun, go read um, the new Teen Titans comic run. Um, if you want to know more about the comics, go watch. It's super effective on YouTube. Like, he's really great, gives a lot of good information. So if you want to learn more about these characters that you like, don't bother with the. Straight to DVD movies, unless you really want to know what the heck we're talking about.
0: Yeah, or do you love and, Damian Wayne, I guess. Or
1: if you really love Damian Wayne. If you, like you
0: if you draw <laughs> obsessive fan art of Damian Wayne and have somehow not watched those movies, go and watch them. That's the only reason I could recommend them.
1: And avoid the Titans TV show like The Plague, because it's pretty bad.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, you should watch Along With Us, though. If yeah, you watch
1: Along With Us if you're going to watch the podcast. Watch it, and discuss with us like
0: leave leave a comment on leave whatever leave a comment like and subscribe put this in
1: yeah remember to wherever. like comment
0: subscribe uh <laughs> if you if you want a edgy teen titans go read teen titans from the 80s if you want like a lighthearted one i'd also say read the young justice comics from the early 2000s
1: yeah uh, the young justice uh comics are actually really fun i like yeah. them they're definitely well, different yeah. So when you do go read the comics, know that you're not gonna be getting the TV show.
0: You're not gonna get the, TV, the show. TV
1: show and the Young Justice comics are two totally different things.
0: Overall, uh go back and rewatch the TV show like five times. Yep. Skip season five. Except you don't for the need it. except for the uh, Origins episode. That's the yeah. only one you remember. Episode ten.
1: Episode ten, season five.
0: Yep. And uh outside of that, thank you all for listening. This has been a good two hours and fifteen two minutes hours. for us. Yep. Uh, I don't know what this uh, what this will be cut down to, but I hope you enjoy it.
1: I hope you enjoyed, and thanks for tuning in. We thanks for tuning it. in.
0: Next time we'll actually talk about Titans as if we've watched it.
1: Yep. Thanks. <laughs> bye. Thanks, y'all. Bye, bye. It's
0: good to have goals, essay. Me, I'm having waffles after you're dead.